Welcome back, Cam's Time Capsule, Connor Rogers, once a Connor Time, welcome to the podcast. Mate, this feels fantastic. Yeah, good. Thanks for having me on. You've um you've been on some big podcasts. You got you got a Spotify original podcast yourself. Yes. Now we're in my um my dungeon at my house. It's yeah. um uh humble. Hum- I hope this is a humbling podcast. Nah, well, <laughs> mate, like this the Spotify one literally came out of nowhere yeah. for me. Like it wasn't even like it was a slow build up and you saw yeah. the improvement. It was literally like I was sitting around a pool table like the one yeah. behind me doing back pocket plugger, which yeah. had like a few hundred listeners. Then out of nowhere I was one. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> then out of nowhere Spotify came knocking, mate. So yeah. mate, you never know what's around the corner. Um song, Alice Cooper, Bed of Nails. You don't seem like a Alice Cooper fan to me at all. That's uh... I don't mind like me old rock, right? But for me, that is two things. Firstly, the most underrated rock song of all yep. time but also the most underrated comedy song of all time. Why is that? Because the lyric, right, the chorus, it's, the song is about um, like their, a relationship where they're having issues yep. and he, they just end up f- like fucking to fix their <laughs> issues. And the chorus is like, I'll lay you down and when all else fails, I'll drive you like a hammer on a bed of nails. And I'm like, what do you mean when all else fails? You've tried everything else. You've yeah. tried therapy. You know, you, you, you know, you've tried talking it out. Yeah. Oh, everything else has failed. I suppose I just lay it down and drive you like Not a hammer on a bed of nails. I've never listened to the lyrics. I've never listened to that song. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah. But um, I'm definitely, uh, I'll check a like on Spotify. Yeah, absolutely. Um, to start off the podcast, I actually like to drop this. Uh, it's a world famous segment. Yeah, it's called "Goes Alright." <laughs> no, 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 it's called "Copyright." Go- no, 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 it's called "Goes Good or Doesn't." Oh, I goes like go- it. Goes good or doesn't? Beautiful. It's a world famous segment mm. just created. Um, paying for dating apps. Uh yes. So, uh, goes go. What? What's the segment? <laughs> goes goes well. Goes, goes good. good. Goes good. Uh, what goes you want? good. Um, only because I can't be a hypocrite and yeah. say it goes. Uh, bad when I have paid for yeah. dating apps before. What's a, what's a, what's it cost you? What's a month cost Well, I, I won't do like a month because now yeah. that's through the roof, but yeah. I'll pay for a boost every yeah. now and then. If I need a little, it's more an ego boost. A little confidence boost. Yeah. Just if, like, yeah. Oh, if no. I'm having a real dry patch and I want to remind myself that like, I look all right. I'll, yeah. I'll, have you heard about the Hinge algorithm? Nah, what is are you Are you in a relationship? Nah, I got a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so I, um, the Hinge algorithm's yeah. like, it's real, right? Yeah. It's not a myth. Where, so I signed up to Hinge yeah. and it showed me five absolute, like 10 out of 10 cover girl yep. models. And, you're and only, you're, is that when you first got on, you're like, I'm laughing. Yeah, this exactly. Is beautiful. This is beautiful. Best thing ever. But you're only allowed five likes a day, unlike Tinder. Mm. So Tinder, you get basically unlimited. You got to be picky then. Which is good yeah. and bad, right? Yeah. So, but obviously these 10 out of 10 girls, first five people, I use my first five yep. swipes. But because of their model quality, and I'm just your standard back Uh-ow. pocket you know, yeah. plugger, <laughs> um, they look at me, and because they've only got five swipes, maybe on Twinder, yeah. Tinder, they've got heaps of swipes, so I'll just yeah. give me a courtesy one, but they don't give me one. So yeah. what Hinge goes is they look at me and go, you're zero from five. You're not good enough for these girls. So I'm going to, not just for those girls, oh. I'm zero from five. So oh. they're going to put me with, all, with the zeros and fives. Oh, no. So like... I'm not, you know, someone sitting here thinking that I'm better than anyone else. Yeah. There's a lid for every pot. Yeah. But fuck, you should see what I have to put up with, mate. <laughs> it is, it is tragic. Oh, and no. the only way to work your, climb your way up Everest is matching pay- him with yeah. it. So then Hinge goes, all right, well, you're decent, but I don't uh, want to, 
Mainly for their like emotions. I don't want to match just with match them. them and then unmatch them straight yeah, away. Yeah, I don't want to do that. that. I don't have that. So in what? Here. If you pay, then you can kind of just get that little. So I go the paid for the boost when I want to. What's work a my boost? Do just put you out back to the ten out of ten. Yeah. Nah, thing, so right? it puts you in front of like a hundred times more profiles uh, for an hour. Yeah. So then I hope that they like me, but it's just a business for them. It's just like Isn't I'm it? making more like yeah. That's um. So yeah, it goes right. I've never done it, and I've never used. I used Tinder like yeah. when I was like fifteen, and like it was you could use it when you're like under eighteen. And I used to just say like horrendous stuff to people. Did ya? Like, like me and my friends used to just like <laughs> say, like random pickup lines to these girls. Like, yeah, yeah. Say some pretty like outlandish things to them, and I'm looking back, I'm like, fuck, that's kind of embarrassing. But well, mate, my our first ever YouTube video, like mine, not yeah. with Caden, was called "How Not to Tinder" or something like yeah. that. But it was us messaging girls and it was like, especially like, it was inappropriate 20 years ago. Yeah. Let alone now in this day and age. And yeah. I was 18 at the time. And I'm Probably like, private that video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've deleted that since, mate. Crazy. Um, all right. Next one. Um, playing rock, paper, scissors to d- determine who pays for the date. <laughs> Definitely goes all right. Yeah. But it came, it came back to haunt me. Yeah. Because I went on a second date with that girl. Yeah. So like for the backstory, for the people that may not be goes all right <laughs> listeners. Um, went on a date with a girl. We went to a deluxe restaurant. It was first date. Got cocktails, entrees, mains, the lot. Went up to pay. Rock. I offered her rock, paper, scissors. Yep. She didn't want to be a coward. She took it. I won and she paid. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I managed to get her on a second date. But luckily this time we went to a cheap Vietnamese joint around the corner. You know what like <laughs> yeah, the fuck? Yeah. 15 yeah. bucks for yeah, a yeah. Went there. I lost, but I was happy to pay. I'm still up like 80 bucks. Yeah, really. it's, it's the, we weren't getting cocktails of Vietnamese. Yeah. Well, I goes all right. So I've actually taken this into my life where if I'm ever at a bar with my friend and I just go rock, paper, scissors, whoever pays for this drink. Yeah. And like overall, I'm, I'm, I think I'm up. Yeah. I've, I had one bad night out where like I lost consecutively lot, yeah. like i lost a lot mm. but then since then i've come back i'm on the app always chase Love your that. losses always chase your losses they can't run forever That's, yeah do you know who like the key to winning rock paper scissors scissors nah right <laughs> mate so the logic is obviously it's not foolproof yeah doesn't win every time but no we're lazy people the yeah. human race now right so you think about rock scissors and paper it's the most effort to go to paper yeah right? so no one ever goes paper um, so considering no one goes paper, if you go rock, you can, you'll beat scissors every time. And rock is like your ha- you, you're one, two, three. Like your hands are. You're never going like with your hand already exactly out or right. doing scissors. You're always in the rock. So if you go rock, you're guaranteed either a win with scissors or a draw. Or a draw, and you go then it's anyone's mm. guess. But no one ever goes paper. You never lose first go as rock. Yeah, and a cool. lot of people go scissors. So I'm yeah. there, like, I've gone that strategy. The only thing that did me was that I forgot that on that first date with the girl. Yeah, I told her the strategy. You can't afterwards. tell your secrets, man. Yeah, I know. Well, me and my girlfriend, we have this thing on dates where we'll go and we'll just order food and we'll like share the food and stuff. But we don't look at like we look at the prices, but you don't know the exact price or whatever. And you got a couple of drinks in there or something yeah. like that. And so we go closest to the pin gets it. Yeah, so we're just, yeah, I like we're just that. guessing. We're just guessing. She's got me. She's got me good. Yeah. Most of the times, and she's horrible at math as well. So yeah. like, it's, <laughs> it's, um, yeah. But that's another fun game. You can try next time. Closest, just both guess a number. Closest to the price wins. Well, I play that game every Wednesday. Yeah. For Ship Pub Trivia. Yeah. So this is a game I've bought in. I, I host trivia, 
And um, one of the games is I'll read out three menu items. Usually it's the same thing. It's from Sanjeev's Cafe Splice in Greensboro. Mm. A chicken tikka masala, a garlic naan, and a service samosas. Yep. And they need to guess what it is. And whichever team gets closest to the exact dollar amount wins mm-hmm. a point. Yeah. Uh, uh, final one for goes yeah. good or doesn't. Um, being 19 points up, <laughs> 10 minutes oh. left in a prelim final. Mate, this is... You know, like, <coughs> over the years, I've gotten good yeah. at putting footy into perspective. Yep. Especially since I've been lucky enough now to meet a couple of footballers. To me, it seems so silly that these 22 blokes, I'm a Carlton supporter, yep. 22 Carlton support players, why do I care so much if they kick the ball through the big sticks yep. less than the other team? I've met the other blokes. They're fucking ripping blokes. Yep. So why do I care so much about this? Just name dropping them all. Just, yeah, yeah I've met them yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All but, right, <laughs> yeah. But so I've started to care less about footy in like a win and loss sense. It doesn't consume me when Carlton loses yep. anymore. But fuck me, that loss was the most painful thing. That was trauma. Like, yeah. that was... You know, oh, no, no. I was talking about prelim final, Diamond Creek v. Banyul, mate. Oh! <laughs> what? Yeah, no, no, no. That's what I'm talking no, about. I thought well. you were talking about Carlton. No, oh, no, I thought, no, no. Yeah, you had a couple of horrible losses. Yeah, I was, yeah. yeah, we did do that as well. But I was talking about how Carlton's, like, holding yeah. a good step for Banyul. But, mate, that lo- that prelim final loss was absolutely fucking mental. Yeah. Like, that, that was... Um, made me consider never playing footy again. Yeah. Let me set the scene. Full forward, get off the chain, kick three goals in the first half. Get on him! New team, get on him! Bang, doesn't go near it for the rest of the yeah, game. Yeah. And yeah, when you had the the your crowd behind me screaming fucking slurs at me, saying some mean stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was not nice what they were saying. No, I can't imagine. I would so. tell their, I'm going to tell their mum. Yeah, and, yeah. And um, bang, and we, like, 19 points down, 10 minutes left. We kicked, like, three goals for the game. Yeah. And then we kicked, like, four in the last eight minutes and it was Mate, ridiculous I got dropped for the first final so yeah. like I, the first time I've ever been dropped mm. in the twos mind you yeah and then um, you didn't have to say that yeah, yeah you I didn't know. have to say yeah. that man <laughs> sorry that one, I ruined that one. Yeah. and then uh, I got a game for that the prelim and I thought like going into the grand final we're going to get so many players back I'm not going to keep yeah. my spot for the big dance but I played a fucking ripping game like yeah. I, thought, I felt that I played really well and I was sitting on the bench with like 10 minutes left thinking, fuck me, I'm going to play in a grand final yeah. next week. This is going to be sick. And then you kick the last three goals yeah. to get up. Anyway, that's footy. Yeah. But then we I lost still by, love you, mate. We lost by 80 points in the grand final, yeah, that, so that doesn't that matter. Um, yeah, that's the end of the goes goes, goes good, good. <laughs> goes yeah, good yeah. segment. What are your thoughts on it? I might try and bring that into our, yeah. into our podcast. I think that went really good. Um, you mentioned a story about the first time we ever met. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to just go from your perspective and then I'll um I'll chime Mate, in. Mate, I thought this was so funny, and I find the subtle things funnier than like the other stuff that everyone yeah. misses themselves at. And a real um, funny person, like if you're funny, you like you kind of notice like a little yeah, a little, a little joke thing. there, yeah. Uh, and rock up to Mac's joint, which is where we met, and um, you'd been passing around some of the special cigarettes. I don't know yeah. what this podcast is like. All this, Dad, don't listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pass around the special cigarettes. <laughs> anyway, um, you had like this rule, and I've ended up like using this in yeah. my friendship group. But where everyone had to go to the shops and you had to go, you got to oh, pick a random thing, yeah. two items each yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that, right? Maybe it was like one had to be sweet and one had to be savory or yeah. something. Yeah, it was, like was just like everyone pick a snack or something like that. Yeah, and it, I was like, oh, mate, how good are these? These snacks look unreal. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, it's brilliant, mate. We got Max of Bonds there, awesome. We got Red Rock Deli <laughs> chips until fucking Macca decided to buy marshmallows <laughs> and you're there absolutely teeing off on him. Who wants a marshmallow? Who sits around and goes, mm, I'm a bit nippish, you know what I'd love? A marshmallow. 
Different story if we're sitting around a campfire, but sitting around a lounge room, he wants some marshmallow, and I'll just piss him off. Yeah, um, I actually do remember. I didn't know where you were going to go with that story, but I do remember that. Yeah. And like, well, at his house, no fire. Like, if there's a fire, understandable. Yeah. But besides that, I don't even think the marshmallows got opened that night. No, and no we they were, didn't. And we were hungry, and we yeah, did not yeah. go near the marshmallows. So, um, on that night, I actually. I was a bit starstruck. <laughs> I um, I had to, I had to come clean. Oh, no. I've been a bit of a fan for a while. You're kidding me, I'm I've, I've I've watched. I listened to the Drivel podcast. That is mental. <laughs> that's a deep cut, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's, that's really <laughs> deep cut. That's super fans. Yeah, that's super fan. I watched like, uh, the YouTubes. I've yeah. watched the. Um, so I'm a bit embarrassed saying this, hey, but that's yeah. Awesome. Um, and it honestly, it kind of inspired. I was watching what you do, and I was like, "Fuck! I wish I had the confidence to do that. I wish I had the confidence to do that." And look at me now, bitch. Well, but- mate, I'm stoked <laughs> for you. And it's crazy. Like, same thing happened with Caden, uh, who, if people aren't aware, 70,000 YouTube subs, and he's basically basically carried me to fucking yeah. the promised land of Spotify yeah. original. Um, but we met through, like, just being like-minded people. And yeah. even though he's from Geelong and I'm from here, just loving footy, wanting to do the media and loving taking the piss. And yeah. we're there. And, mate, I just love, like, fucking we've got so much in common and mm. I'm keen to say where, 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 it, takes, where it takes So what, well. when you were first starting out, posting YouTube, starting podcasts and stuff like that, what was, your, what was going through your head? Were you shitting yourself to post these videos or were you just so... Fresh uh, so and like, th- yeah. I still struggle with this. I've never been scared of like public speaking, putting myself yeah. out there. I couldn't, like, yeah. honestly, couldn't bother me. Um, but Caden always gets into me for being a perfectionist. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a good way where oh, I don't rest until my video is perfect because that'd be all right. If I worked like meticulously, yeah, my videos, hard, then, yeah, yeah. then that's like, there's, that's not an mm. issue. But I'm a perfectionist in the sense that I would be there going, why would anyone want to watch this video when there's Hamish and Andy out there? Yeah. Or like, I'd think of an idea and I'd watch it and go, oh. It's Do me tell you why then? Relatability. Yeah. Like, your friends will want to watch it and then like, someone that knows you will also want to watch it yeah. and then that's where you build that fan base and people just like it because they like you. There's comedians I like that are just like, there's this comedian Billy Darcy in Sydney. He's not that he's not that funny but like, I just listen to his podcast because I can relate to him. Yeah, And he's yeah. like, it's not that big but like, and I've just started to like him as a person and yeah. like what he does and now whatever he does, I just follow and like, that's what you'll gain from just like, yeah, a hundred percent. There's, there, like, my logic is a hundred percent wrong, yeah. and there's so much to be said about like just putting out content every day, mm. no matter how shit it is. You're only going to get yeah. better. But yeah, the one thing I struggle with is putting out content that I think isn't really funny. Yeah, like, I don't like putting out content that's just because I want someone to click on my wall, mm. and like I'd rather once in three months they see a banging video. Yeah, but that's not the way it should be. It's yeah. every week upload, even if it's only okay. Yeah, well. Because I've only started making videos and stuff like that. And I'm kind of the opposite. I'm like, oh, it's good enough type yeah, of thing. Yeah. And like now with like TikTok and stuff, it's kind of just like throw whatever at the wall and see what sticks. Like I just made like some crap. T- like some of my TikToks are horrible to watch. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm just like, fuck it. Who cares? Why so not? I and have... I think, I think I'm fu- really fun. Like I think you I'm are. the funniest person ever. Yeah. So like I'm watching my videos laughing. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm not big on TikTok. Like, I, I, in fact, I never use it. I, yeah. li- I literally don't use it. I only use it to upload once every yeah. now and then. But I don't like it because I'm scrolling through the content and I think, oh, you know, this isn't that funny. But people get such a big following off it. So, you, like... I legit, mate, like, you see the video I made, like, the hot dog video I made the other day? Yeah. Yeah. It's probably something like two, two and a half hours making that whole yeah. video. And then I just made a video then that took me 
two minutes yeah and like i posted it maybe half an hour ago and it already has the same amount of views what is it what was it <laughs> it was so on tiktok um northwest like kim kardashian's daughter Kanye's daughter, she's on tiktok and she just makes the shittest tiktoks no. ever like it's just her like in fast forward like zooming around yeah, her face yeah. and then so the tiktok was me like making a tiktok sound like spending hours making a tiktok 100 likes yeah. northwest making this shit as tiktok like 900 900k Jesus, likes yeah, awesome. and then like it got a lot of likes yeah, and, yeah. And i posted like half an hour ago and i was like fuck you man Mate, this sucks yeah that looks fun <laughs> um so where did your passion for like media podcast thing like what what's yeah where did this all come from? So um, when I first started playing footy, I was a late bloomer. I was yep. like eleven or twelve years old, chubby little mm. Asian virgin. Yeah, still an Asian virgin. I'm just not so chubby anymore. <laughs> but um, I signed up to Banyul to play with my cousin Cooper. Um, but the year up? I signed up, so did 20 other people. Mm. So he got put in, they made it a ones and a twos. It wasn't yep. like they mixed it around. And it's like under 11s. Like, who, yeah. why the fuck would you make it a ones and a twos? Yeah. Anyway, um, so Cooper was in the ones. I was in the twos with like 15 people I never met before. And we could hardly fill the team. So we got two girls in the team. Yeah. And that was before like the rapid rise of like women's footy. So like, yeah. I was getting the piss taken out of me. The girls were so good at juniors. The yeah. girls were like unbelievable Maybe it's because guys are scared to tackle them at juniors. But they also develop earlier. Yeah, girls, true. Girls also develop earlier. So. True. So Tessa, shout out Tessa. She was an absolute superstar, yeah. one of the best players in our team. Anyway, Can I just quickly, I wanna, if you're sharing that girl footy players, um, Nikita from Northcote Park. We love Nikita. She was like the greatest player ever. And then um, Molly from Mernda was also like... Molly Meldrum from her, Mernda. Her skin was so soft that you could not tackle really? her. Really? So I still remember... How do you soft. know that? You just, I tried tackling her. Smooth. I couldn't tackle her. She's got the yeah. sorbeline on yeah. it. She's yeah. really been going <laughs> she OT on the... She's just the baby oil. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Wait, continue. Tom Hawkins won everything. <laughs> yeah. He knows off Molly from uh, Murder. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, yeah, so we lost every game for two years. Literally every game. Not an exaggeration. By over 100 points. It was mm. like belting. Yeah. Rock up to the third year. And there were only like six people at training. Rightfully so. Why would you want... To, like, we were getting... I was getting... Not literally bullied, but the piss taken out of me. Left, front, yeah. center, bottom, mates. Girls in the team. In black division. Mm. Losing every game. Is that bottom of division? Team. Yeah. Lose, but they had to create a new division for like... Casual. <laughs> um, we're getting belted. Um, and eventually, after like a month of training with six people, the club said, if you can't get a team together in the next uh, two weeks, we're going to fold you all together. Yep. So I wrote a letter without telling anyone to the footy show. Yep. Telling them to get everyone back. Anyway, I watched the footy show that Thursday night. They didn't read it out. I was really flat. So I thought, oh, that was my last... That was like buying a Powerball ticket. Yeah. Anyway, the next week, I didn't even stay up for the footy show because I'm an early sleeper. And I wake up to all these phone calls like, was that you, Connor from Banyul? Was that Connor, mm. you, Connor from Banyul? Sam read out my letter. And it was a funny letter. Like for a 12-year-old, yeah. it was pretty funny. Decent. Decent letter. And he convinced everyone to come back. And for the next three weeks, I got me on the panel, sitting next to Mark Murphy, Jonathan Brown, yeah. Jack Rewart. It was mental, like, for me. Yeah. I rocked up to school. I'm a rock star all Yeah, 100%. Um, and that everyone... would have been, like, what was that probably 2011, 2010? Yeah, yeah, like, around then. Yeah. And that was, like, before the footy show really dropped off. Like, people were still watching the footy show. It was though. still a thing. People were still watching Like, yeah. everyone, like, I got so many texts because people yeah. were tuning into the footy show. It was yeah. a thing. Anyway, we went from not winning a game in two years, belted by 150 points, to with the exact same team, girls in the team, next year, winning the premiership in a massive upset. Like, we would have been paid yeah. $10 in the grand final to win. 
and they got us back on the footy show to like yeah um celebrate it and that's when i realized like the power of the media and plus i like to be honest i loved like the quote-unquote fame like i was getting yeah. noticed at shopping centers i'm yeah. 13 years old I'm like, Fuck, this, yeah, good this. Yeah. yeah literally <laughs> uh, this is the best thing ever cool guy at school. hanging out with year 12 yeah. so i was in year seven I'm yeah. like, that was this. um life's good yeah yeah and that's probably when i went all right i'm like i don't think many year sevens could come out on national tv and put on like you know do hold, hold himself yeah. in good stead with like sammy newman and whatnot yeah. like hold his own so that's when i probably realized yeah this is this is for me that's good that you realized it's so young because i didn't realize i, I like this shit like i always liked it and i always wanted to do something like that but i always just thought like an opportunity would come yeah, i'd be like yeah. i'm funny so i'm just gonna find me off the street and oh, be like, mate, relatable this content. is this is what i'm gonna give you a million dollars to just be funny and i'm like Pfft. yeah and then i realized that's not gonna happen and i saw when you were getting the um, Spotify podcast, but you were just, you would, it's not like you would do anything crazy, but you're dabbling your toes and you're in the area and you're doing the right things. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's a mix of both, man. Like I believe in the law of attraction, yeah. meaning you keep putting yourself out there. Eventually you like, you'll find yeah, 100%, you'll be to where 100%. you're meant to be. Like I worked where I started getting the passion for radio specifically. Like I got the job at Kiss. I was at Kiss for like three years, just yeah. on the street team, right? You're out on the street, straight handing out cans of Coke for like the, with the, yeah. T-shirt. You're doing fuck all. <laughs> but um, I was out doing that because I was pissed in an Uber one day. Yeah. And you know how you have your typical Uber chat? Like, yeah. oh, busy night, brother. You know, <laughs> like, what time do you start? Yeah. Um, all that sort of shit. Chatting to, but we weren't chatting like that. We were chatting like as if we've been best mates. Like, oh, I've had those deep Ubers. Like, really yeah. Deep. Like, meaning of... It's when you sit in the front seat. Literally. And like, but... I don't sit in the front seat. When I used, like first started Uber, I'd always sit in the front seat. I remember this guy was telling me his daughter was going through year 12 and I was in year 12 at the time. Oh, right. And it was like 6 a.m. And I was, going home, I, was going, <laughs> I was going home from a club. And he was saying to me, and I lied to him saying that I was I finished year 12 last year. Oh, right. You because, didn't want to Because he was, he, he was saying like, yeah, no, nah, my daughter, she she doesn't go out. She just studies for year 12, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And I'm just sitting there. Like, I actually saw her inside. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sitting there off my head just like, fuck, yeah. this makes me feel pretty good about myself right now. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I was in the Uber and uh, we were talking about how there's more stars in the universe yeah. and grains of sand on the whatever. And um, I go to jump out of the car and he goes, mate, before I leave, can I grab your phone number and email address? And he was very obviously gay as well. So I thought he was yeah. giving me a crack. So I'm like, brother, not really my go. If it was, you'd be top of my list. You're right. You would be up my alley, but it's just not my top. And he goes, um, nah, don't be an idiot. I'm not coming on to you. I love your vibe. I'd love to get you a job at Kiss. Yeah. And I was on the Friday and I was actually at radio school at the time. Yeah. So I rock up to radio school on the Tuesday and I'd got the job. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, you wouldn't believe it, guys. I got the job. Yeah. So like, yeah, it is putting your fingers in a few different pots. But at the same yeah. time, like you keep being... I've started talking to my Uber drivers. Man. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Eventually someone will come uh, away. I just want to circle back a bit. Sam Newman, is he as big as an asshole that as I think he is? Man, I love this story so much. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, there's been a lot of me talking, but this is... Like, it's your podcast. Yeah, this, but this, is, a, this is a ripping story. <laughs> yeah, okay. Where I rock up and I'm 12 years old chubby little Asian version, as I said, and everyone's giving me plenty. Yeah. Damien Barrett, of all people, absolute superstar. Purple. James, yeah, Purple. JB, superstar. Billy, all the usual suspects, yeah. right? The one bloke who wouldn't even acknowledge my existence was Sam. Like, yeah. we're all having dinner before the show. They have, like, Bay Marie. Yeah. He's walking by. It's like he doesn't even notice Yeah. Me. Um, and that goes on for like two hours and we're standing right at the entrance. You know, when they go the 300 gamer from Geelong, yeah. John Sammy Newman, and he walks down the aisle. So we're standing there, me, John O'Brien, Jack Rewald, yeah. <laughs> like this unbelievable. Yeah. And Sam still hadn't said a word to me. 
Anyway, they say that. 300 game from Geelong. John Sammy Newman. He's right about to walk down the aisle. And he turns to me and he says, don't fuck it up, Connor. And it was the first thing he said to me all night. Walks out. But funnily enough, like, I got the joke. Yeah. Like, I didn't... Yeah. I, I, that, that relieved my nerves, yeah. if anything. Because he had a smirk on his face. Like, don't yeah. fuck it up, Connor. Because I didn't even know he knew my name up yeah. until that point or who it was. We go out and um, put on a put on, have a fun time. Then yeah. we go out the back. And you gotta he, say put on a ripping show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> put on a ripping show. Go out the back and like you couldn't have been a better bloke to me. After oh that. really? Yeah. Some of his political things I don't quite agree with. Yeah, but. I um growing up I always thought he was like oh it's Sam Newman on the footy show. He's a legend or whatever. Just because you're. A, 10 years old and you just is on the footy show he's obviously a legend yeah. but like you look back street talk he's just going to like fucked up suburbs and talking to disabled people yeah like literally drug addicts I'm like and really putting him down <laughs> yeah really, really, really not turning his no- nose up <laughs> yeah. looking at the camera as if have a look at these yeah, yeah yeah and then like um, I watched the Adam Goods doco oh man and then the like, final quarter I loved that yeah and um, I hated it like it hurt oh no I did not like watching it at all like it, it was a painful no it was like because I, I remember being in the stadium and booing him and I'm like and I used and I used to be like, oh, I'm booing him because he's a wanker, he's a loser. I like but any I, bets. How can I be racist? Like I was saying, yeah, that. yeah. I was like, well, I don't boo any other players. Like, yeah. and then um, uh, I was the same. I made statuses about it. You know what I mean? Oh like, no, nah, I never got that far. But um, and, and then, then I like, was, yeah. Sam, on that Sam Newman had like his full speech and whatever like that. And I'm like, this guy's just a straight out racist. Mate, like, yeah, how about his line at the end where he goes. Um, I'm a white Anglo-Saxon male. Yeah. Where's my day? My man, that's every day. Yeah. <laughs> every day is and white then, like, Anglo-Saxon male And when he says that, like, the whole crowd starts cheering I was like, and what stuff. the hell? Like, watching that, and I'm like, I bet back in the day that would have got shared on Facebook yeah. as well a thousand times. I'm like, yeah, that... Anyone who doesn't... Was Final Quarter, is it called? Yeah. Yeah, watch that. I think it's on Netflix now. I think... Um, yeah, it is. Yeah. Mate, so funny that speech. Like, I remember sharing that on Facebook, oh. going spot on, Sammy. And yeah. then, like, all it takes is, like, mind you, you're 17, 16, yeah. however old you are. And then you're an adult at 24. You watch yeah. back, you go, that's the most cringy thing I've ever seen. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Well, it kind of shows how, like, far... We've come, yeah. Like, but the whole Australia's come as well. Like, I even remember, like, a couple years ago, like, if there was a transgender person, I used to just be like, what the fuck are they doing that for? Yeah. And then... I kind of just realized, like, why does it matter? Like, why do I care? <laughs> what like, literally. Why, like, I'm not transgender. Like, it has nothing to do yeah. with me. Like, yeah, good literally. on them. Like, who cares? But, like, I, I don't know if that's... It's probably the whole Australia's done that. Yeah. But it's probably co- coincided with, like, our age just maturing as well. Like, yeah. being, like, older and being, like, I don't care. 100%. Like, like, yeah. Um, so, you've... Fantastic podcast. Goes all right on Spotify if anyone hasn't listened to it. You get some pretty big guests on it. Mm. Um, Starstruck. What are your? Do you get starstruck, or are you just no? I don't collect so. at all times. Uh, I don't think I. I don't think I ever get starstruck, and I think that um, I like to think that I treat and I like this sounds pretty typical, but treat everyone exactly yeah. the same, whether it be like uh, a little kid, a janitor, yeah. the prime minister, like Eddie Maguire, whoever. Treat them exactly the same. Yeah. And sometimes, like, that comes across as disrespectful because if yeah. I meet someone that's, like, probably, you know... A lot, they expect a, you yeah, to be, and yeah. And I'm just a larrikin, like... But I think um, the what the players do like about, like, Caden and I is that we do treat them exactly the same. Yeah. And they feel like they're just with a couple of their mates. Um, and after you meet a few of them, you realise they're just literally, like, everyday blokes. Mm. And we talk about, especially off-cam, talk about the exact same thing that we talk about. So... 
Um, I don't really get starstruck, nah. What about Paddy Cripps, though? The captain of your football club. Like, yeah. your favourite person probably in the world before you met him. But, and now you're at his, hanging out with him before the brown, though. And, and so, is well, that... that not- was, it's not starstruck, but it's definitely pinch yourself. It's yeah. definitely like, this is too good to be true. Like, I feel like I'm living in my own dream. Like, to be before the brown, though, in his hotel room, before he goes out and wins with the it, brown, though. Chatting with him, you know. Yeah. I, like, it was... That was, like, a really surreal experience where I couldn't fathom how I found myself in that. Do you got any... um any Because you were at the brown, though, this year, covering it for bull magnets, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you got into the brown, though, after party as well. Yeah, Tommy got us in. Do you have any good brown, though, brown, though, after party stories? Mate, or? I am, like, spewing about yeah. the brown, though, after party because... Um, so we did the Brownlow red carpet yeah. and we weren't going into the Brownlow, we were just doing the ah, red yeah. carpet and we didn't know that we were going to get into the after party. The only reason we did is because Cripper won, who's a ball magnet yeah. and Tom rang us and was like, mate, a ball magnet's one of this is unbelievable. We need to get you boys in yeah. there to have a chat to Cripper in the after party. But we obviously didn't know that was all going to happen. Yeah. So after the red carpet, we went to Crown and I started sinking like some celebratory, my favorite cocktails, yeah. old fashions. It's yeah. basically straight whiskey, mate. It goes down like yeah. razor blades if you're not used to it. <laughs> And I was thinking them and I got that pissed that when Tommy rang us and said, come to the after party, I was like, oh no, like I'm going to embarrass myself yeah. here. So I rock up and it was actually a nightmare because we had our, no, it was the best time ever. Yeah. But half a nightmare as well because the next morning we had our grand final show for Goes All Right. Yeah. And it was the biggest production we've ever had. Yeah. We had a proper TV set. We had like eight different guests come on. It was like the producers did so much work and I was like, fuck, I don't want to, like, for the biggest show of my life, be partying with these guys till 5am, yeah. walking like an absolute zombie. Sure enough, that's what we did anyway. We ended up, like, the Shep mates, you know, the Shep yeah. mates, we, we got them into the after party as well because they were who we were drinking with yep. at Crown and they didn't have a hotel to go back to because um, they didn't book anything yeah. and they're like, if we're going to keep drinking, we're going to need to come back to yours. Yeah. We said, absolutely, but it's going to be a Shep mate each. We're not, Kate and I aren't sleeping in your one bed yeah. and you're doing the yeah. other. We're going to Shep mate for each of us. So we didn't get back to like, I don't know, 4 a.m. Yeah. and then had to go straight into the Goes All Right show. So I, I don't really have any goss because I can't remember. You can't remember, but it sounds like fun. I, honestly, I, I've never hung out with AFL players. I got one mate who's plays at Carlton, played two games, but like yeah. I've known him for, since he, before he played footy. So I've never hung out with AFL NFL players yeah and i just feel like if i met a richmond player i would just be like oh my god oh my god maybe oh my at god. the start maybe at the start yeah. but now like so desensitized to it and i think they really appreciate like the casual nature yeah. of our show the laid back so 100 percent, yeah 100 but when you just idolize someone for like so long like cripper still hard it's yeah. it is still hard because he walks over he doesn't remember my name yet like he will if we're standing around and yeah. like tommy's like roger then he'll throw a roger yeah. but it's meant we're in a room and he's saying get out G'day, g'day. Then he gets to me. He's like, the big dog, how are you? And he's tapping me on the back and getting around me. I'm like, holy shit, this is unbelievable. <laughs> this is awesome. Or when I say it, when I make him laugh, and yeah. he goes, that, that's good from you, mate. That's good from you. I'm like, holy shit, that's Bang, right, that the best down. moment that's of my nice. life. Um, you're good there? Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Um, I want to just get into a bit about, so both have podcasts. What's your podcast uh, preparation like? You know you got... Tommy Mitchell, Paddy Cripson coming on yeah. next week. What's your preparation like? Mate, we've gotten so much better at this. We were so shit at the start. Yeah. We almost, I don't know if it's laziness or arrogance, but at the start, we almost prided ourselves on, like, we'll just rock up half an hour before the show, write down some dot points yeah. and just, you know, wing it. Like, we thought, oh, people love it when you wing it. It sounds most natural. Yeah. It's not the way to make a good show. Um, we actually had Craig Bruce, who's like the guy who discovered Hamish and Andy, mm. was like the head of Fox and Triple M. We were lucky enough to have like a private chat with yeah. him and give, give us some pointers. And he does, he's the main producer for the Inspired Unemployed now. Yeah. 
and the tips he gave us were incredible. And like the one that'll always, and it's so simple, is like he, whenever someone comes up with an idea, he goes, all right, well, what else can we do with that? And you just keep asking that question. Mm. And like initially the first idea that you had that me and Caden used to go, yeah, yeah right, let's do that. Now, like we ask it five, three, four times. Yeah. And what you end up with, like so, it, it doesn't, it's not always linear where yeah. it always gets better. Sometimes, you know, it's a bit yeah. of a roller coaster. But the idea you get after thinking, after coming up with five ideas from yeah. the first idea is so much better. So I had done that not because if I think of an idea for a video or something like that, I just put it in my notes. Yeah. And then like, I just sit on that until like, I feel like I can start doing it. So the original video for that hot dog thing was, I just wanted to taste test the Subway hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. And then just like it kind of started growing legs and i was like oh it'd be funny if i made it into like a documentary style video or something like that like your kit was elite i loved your kit. yeah that's one thing i will take pride of it. i have very good costumes yeah, like, yeah that like, was like you look like uh, the white version of the matrix yeah like, yeah unreal. yeah that's something i um that's what i legit think i was like i always get laughs with my costumes yeah let's just put them in the video to make sure Me. like they um but yeah, you definitely have to give me some of those tips because thing. But preparation. So do you do you know how early do you know when you're getting a guest on? Right. So Caden like, um, does all the DMing. So yeah. people think like, oh, Spotify original yeah. podcast. That's cool. They'll set it all yeah. up. But no, it's all asked him by us. I mean, Caden because yeah. he's the one who like the players recognize. Yeah. So he DMs them, and um, most of them like a lot of them. Luckily, because we get a lot of young players on. Yeah. They grew up watching Caden's channel, like yeah. a 15 year old. So they actually like want to meet Cadence, which is really cool. Um, and yeah, we'll know they're coming on like three, four days beforehand. And then Kate and I always go to the cafe and get a toasty like two hours before the show. And we come up with all the, all the questions yeah. and all the content then. Like we might brainstorm to ourselves in our own before then, before, yeah. but like when we actually culminate and put it all together. So it's a couple of hours before. Yeah. Me, I think we organized this last week Yeah, in the notes. Connor Rogers podcast yeah. and I just started writing things and every time I thought of something Love bang that. right in there and then like I have like my normal questions and then I just have my random thoughts that I think about that I just like to express on the podcast yeah. and just see what you think one of them is is anyone actually cool like the definition of cool is anyone actually cool the the, the lines are so much blurred nowadays mm. where being uncool is cool now yeah. like is cool not to wear brands whereas yeah. brands used to be the cool thing you know um is anybody cool i don't think so no you nobody's know? truly cool nobody's truly cool. I, w- I was trying i was discussing this with my friends the other day i was like back in high school like the coolest kid in school you used to think that everything they would do is cool but like you know they would go home and do some weird shit and like that's not like nobody's yeah. like and every time they're trying to act cool they act they're acting cool they're not true nobody's truly cool in their truest self yeah that's what yeah. i was um, i think some people are cooler than others but mm. there's no such thing as like one definition of cool. Do you cool. think you're cool? I think I'm cool just because I what I th- if I had to define cool, yeah. I'd say unapologetically yourself. Whatever. Yes. That might be. I was legit thinking that I was like I'm not like overtly cool like that guy he's got look at the swagger on him yeah. like type of like but being able to be myself and do what I want to do and like I think that's as cool as you can Mate, get. Mate, even like a nerd, yeah. right? And I say that with love. Mm. A nerd that's unapologetic, like unashamed, like just yeah. loves his cause. Yeah. Loves like, I think it's so cool when people just are unashamedly themselves. Yeah, better than just being a sheep. Better yeah, than exactly like right. you like people you know and stuff like that. And then their personality is just drinking or like yeah. their personality, like they don't have a 
What's, where's just flavor? Like, type yeah. of thing? like, I think if you were born on the other side of the planet, yeah, and you'd still be like the same person as what you are right now, you're pretty cool, yeah. I don't know, yeah, maybe, yeah. I don't know, I don't know if I would be like, yeah, the yeah. same. Do you think you would? I think I'd be very similar, yeah. I think being an outgoing, flamboyant cat, <laughs> yeah, I probably would be the same, yeah. I'm just, yeah. So, um, one thing that we do have in common is we both want to get into comedy. Yeah. Like that's kind of. I was so keen for this chat. The the comedy. So you've done what? A couple open mics? Two open only mics? a couple, like, and a couple years apart from yeah. each other as well. Do you have any nightmare stories? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. First story is the biggest nightmare story you'll ever yeah. hear. Yeah. I get up there, and the whole premise. So I wanted to do stand up, but I need. Well, what year was this? Like three, four years ago. Yeah. And I, uh, I've been a guy that's always said I want to do stand up, yeah. never done it. So I had to give myself a clock. So I yeah. said, oh, I'm doing a YouTube video, writing and performing my first stand up routine in like three days. But it turns out I was working day and night those three days. Yeah. So I pull, very poorly prepped content. Mm. It's not like I had material written from weeks mm. ago. I was making it all up in that 72 hours. And one of the jokes, I can't remember it exactly, but it was along the lines of, it was revolved around domestic violence, right? <laughs> Which is not a good topic. <laughs> nah, like, for your first show, like, mind you, it was four years ago or mm. something like that. But um, the gag was, I, I was, I was, dri- I was driving, and I saw on the back of like a garbage truck, yeah, a sticker that said "Say No to Domestic Violence." Yeah, and I found that a bit funny because I was like, imagine if a bloke was about to go home and belt his missus, but he saw that sticker <laughs> on the back of a garbage truck. It's like, you know what? Actually, I'll give her an. And a garbage truck as well. I think Garbo's would be in like the bracket of like professions like if you were like honest <laughs> if you if there's a spectrum you just uh profiling garbage like if, domestic violence if there's a spectrum if there's a spectrum yeah, yeah yeah i think they would be towards the would beat their wife compared yeah, to the yeah 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 I, I can see where you're coming from but yeah for some for some reason yeah i thought that was a um funny gag at the time but i got up there and the actual descri- describing of a domestic violence bit was meant to be like two seconds it was meant to be like yeah so he gets home he's had a few too many bourbons and it was like meant to really quickly pass that but because i forgot where i was going like because i hadn't rehearsed routine i ended up just sitting on the domestic box scene (laughs) so for like what felt like a minute it was probably like 25 seconds i was just describing like a domestic violence scene. It wasn't funny at all. And it was in city Melbourne. Oh. And I got off and I'm like, oh my God. And yeah. Luke Kitchell came to watch. Yeah. So stand-up comic. He was like, I'll oh, come watch your first show. Yeah. And I felt like I just absolutely bombed. <laughs> so it was tragic. So um, now you've done another one, which was a couple of weeks ago. A couple of yeah, no, that was like, that was a better few few months ago. That was better. It was better. Got up there. Um, it was actually Dill Buckley who inspired me to do it. Yeah. Because he, I am a big, I'm a big talker. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big talker, not a doer. Um, but Dill's the biggest doer in the world. Yeah. He has a million ideas. And I said a re- I said a funny gag. I was talking about this place I went on the weekend. It was four hours away. And I s- and off the fly, I was like, if it was any more remote, it'd be down the side of my couch. Mm. And he started pissing himself. He thought it was a funny that thing. That is a funny joke. Yeah, he thought <laughs> it was a funny thing you ever heard. really good. And he goes, um, uh, you need to do stand-up comedy. And I was like, oh, I've always thought about doing it. And he goes, mate, if you don't do an open mic night in the next two weeks, I'm going to be really disappointed in you. Yeah. And hearing him, like, your number one role model, yeah. me, saying, you're just going to be disappointed if you don't do it. I was like, God, like, yeah. having him back. And I yet- think you messaged me that ne- that day, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I went and did it two weeks yeah. later, once again, off, like, not enough prep. Yeah. And was good. It was better. Like, yeah. I got a few laughs. I was pretty happy yeah. with that. Um, obviously not perfect, but... Um, yeah, and I'm really keen on, like, doing it properly. And I've got, like, so many ideas for us. Yeah. Um, like, so, 
the place where I host trivia at, the Rochester, yeah. Wednesday night, they do comedy nights, but the comedy nights are flat as like yeah. hardly any people. I get 120 people in for trivia, they get like 20 in for comedy, which is mental. They what get day is comedy on? Uh, Thursday, I think. Yeah. yeah, night after me. But that has not, not much to do with what I'm about to say, which is we could so easily, like their upstairs is a great venue, like rent out we wouldn't have to pay anything they like we have yeah. such a good relationship top room at the rochi and like do our own show there mate i was legit saying this to my girlfriend like last week yeah. i was like i'm gonna get like 20 minutes worth of material i'm gonna get you i got another couple of comedian mates bang you could put together a night and bang and yeah between our yeah. friends alone like you yeah we've got the room sold yeah, out 100%. without even thinking yeah so like we co-headline which yeah. would be a piss up and we'd like get posters made yeah. up all of our friends would be there and we'd get some other people to like yeah. We could even get a band. We could even make it yeah. not a show or spectacular. spectacular. Music, comedy, the lot. Beauty. Um, but yeah, like super Coming keen. soon. Coming soon. <laughs> Watch out for that in the next few months. But first, I'm like super Let's keen to Let's get into the open, open mic scene. And so, I'm so glad that you're here because like I need someone to hold me accountable. But I'm here. It's my podcast, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so my thing. So first like five shows I did, like got so many laughs. Yeah. Like, and I was feeling like, when do, do you how many have you done now like seven i think yeah like seven. open mic like yeah like seven like so first couple like killed every single one like i'd i did a comedy course yeah i'm a i'll talk to you this after the show because i think you should do this it's the best thing i've ever done um Fuck. the best oh like it was unbelievable wow and um then like was there and everyone was like you're so funny like pe- they were, people just hyping me up yeah, yeah. it was like full-on comedians there like professional comedians they've been doing it for 30 years saying like you're really funny one of them was like i love that joke i wish i wrote that joke Shit. and i'm like i may whatever whatever fucking the wednesday did the, did a huge show in front of like 70 people so many laughs like and i was like it's gonna be no time before i'm like the fucking famous yeah. but i'm so famous and shit like that the next week do an open mic night in front of like 10 comedians yeah crickets the whole yeah, time right. and i was just like oh it's really just your ups and downs at this thing but then i did another one last night and i killed it beautiful so um are you how many gags like have you got one like your favorite gag that you use every time it, like, oh so it- i do like each time i've done a different set but I kind of got... I'm trying to find... So, I actually entered this... I was going to talk to you about this off the podcast. Well. There's a raw comedy festival thing and open mic comedians enter it. Yeah. And then it's like you go through heats and then the final and the final you play in front of like a thousand pe- person theatre. Yeah. And if you win that, you get um, a show at Edinburgh Festival in England. Oh, that is unbelievable. So, like, set so your you life up. So, signed up for that. So, I signed up for that. So, you got to get five minutes prepared for that. So, I'm kind of testing out... How, how long is that? How Sorry, how far away is that? That's the auditions are in Feb. Oh, well, that's enough time. That's yeah. enough time to get five minutes to get yeah. up. You got to sign up before next Wednesday, but though. Oh, I'll sign up. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, show, I'll show. I'll tell you after. Uh, and then, <laughs> um, so now I'm just like, all right, I'm going to try to find the perfect five minutes for that. But I still, I still enjoy saying new jokes every time. Yeah. Because that new bit of bloody serotonin of like the little dopamine hit of like a new joke laugh. Because yeah. when I say the same jokes and get the same laughs, I kind of like. I feel like it's cheap and it's like yeah but it's know. not like the same not. comedians will use like comedians will use the same joke for like their whole career yeah yeah I know that but it's just like I, I get bored of them I yeah, get bored yeah. of them so I've got like a couple jokes that I really like but I had one last night and you'll hear this on Sunday right. when we do an open mic together um, it's all I'm gonna say is it's 
about Kanye and Hitler and how okay, they're the same. Right. Yeah, yeah, all, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's all I got to say. And it went well last night. Oh, killed do man. Do you um do you think that like every joke you say? Yeah. Do you think this is funny? Like like or do you think all right? These are a few. I've got my couple jokes. I think is really funny. Yeah. This one. I think it's like okay, but I'll do it anyway. Um, or do you think all your jokes are funny? Nah, I know some aren't, and yeah. some are kind of cheap laughs that you yeah. just like. I oh, hate I get the cheap laughs. Um, you'll just get the fucking just get off the board. Just let's, yeah. let's just fill up my time. But all my big jokes, all my long setup jokes. So I usually have like three every five minute set. I usually have three or four like longer jokes. Yeah, and then in between, then I'll just do a couple quick cheap like cheap ones yep. all the longer ones I find really funny yeah but then the small little shitty ones I'll just be like oh, I'll, I'll say oh, actually I don't like saying jokes nah don't no, say no, no, I'll no. tell you yeah. I reckon I've written the best joke I think I'll ever write yeah. literally I think it's the funniest like and I'll give you context right it's a long story so I'll make it short but I during the day I just empty containers in a factory yeah. right uh, and a new guy started he's like 40 years old right or something like that and we're spinning yarns. It's his first day, and I'm telling him about all my like stuff that I do, podcasts, whatever. And he doesn't bring up anything that he does. I assume he's just like a regular bloke. He does, yeah. Got a job at a factory. Anyway, the next day, my boss comes up to me and goes, "Oh, you'd get on well with Nick. Has he told you all about his stand-up and podcast stuff?" I'm like, "Oh, what the hell?" But in my head, I think probably like does a few open mics yeah. and has a shitty little podcast. Like, I'm yeah, not yeah. thinking he's going to be anything big. Turns out his name's Nick Kappa. And he's done like six straight Melbourne comedy festivals. He's on the Little Dumb Dumb podcast. Yeah. He has his own podcast called Phone Hacks. Like big. Oh, I know. I've heard about... Is that where they go on and then they like have to give them their phone and they get to send out a text to yeah, like... Yeah, and they post controversial yeah, shit yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, I think I've seen that. Like they've made the news and whatnot. Yeah. Anyway, um, and I sent a text to Kate. I'm like, have you heard Nick Kappa? And he's like, he's like my favourite Aussie comedian. Yeah. And I said to him, what are you doing uh, working in a factory here? It's a long story. Yeah. I won't get into why yeah. he's working there. But anyway, I asked him, I was picking his brain about stand-up yeah. for ages. I was like, if this isn't a sign, I need to take stand-up. Is seriously. this a story or a joke? Is there a joke covered? No, no, this, <laughs> this is the lead up to the joke. Okay. Right? Okay. So, and I asked him, what's um, what's the best joke or the joke that's stuck in your head the most? Yeah. And this, all my friends think of the least, this yeah. is the least funny thing ever. To me, I think it's hilarious, right? So this is he, yeah. the joke that he's heard, which is, ah. Uh, I've just came up with a ripping idea on the weekend, right? Bear with me here. I'm going to open up a laxa shop in Alaska. I'm going to call it Roger's Takeaway. Do you get it? <laughs> I don't get it. No. What did you say? Alaska shop? Lux- Do you know laxa? It's like a noodle soup, right? Oh, so so okay. that's probably yeah, pivotal yeah. to the joke. Anyway, <laughs> I think it's a fun- such a funny joke because it's like everyone's there going, oh, a laxa shop in Alaska, obviously he's going to call it like yeah. a laxa, right? And your brain goes there. A joke's away. always funny when you have to explain it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, he, and then he was like, then the bloke said, oh, Steve's takeaway. Mm. And I thought that's so funny. Yeah. So then I was like, that's exactly what I want to hit, even though none of my friends find it funny. Yeah. So then I wrote, so then I've, I've wrote this joke, which is similar in vibe, yeah. but completely different, right? So he, here it goes. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Whose fucking idea is that? Winnie the Pooh. That can't be the best name for it, surely. Who the fuck came up with that? What a stupid name. Winnie. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, people think that it's like, oh, yeah, the poo. Like, yeah. Gonna, I, mean, yeah. I, I, yeah, I get it. I get it. I and get I it. thought that's the best joke I'm ever going to write in my life. You'll write better, I promise yeah. you. <laughs> 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 wrote down the couch, joke's funnier. That, uh, that one's a lot funnier. Um, but honestly, you, you notice... you. 
Um, I don't think jokes are your... I think, like, for me, I think it's my stage presence and, yeah, like, being yeah. confident on stage. I know my jokes can be pretty funny. You, your stage presence is, like, unbelievable. So, maybe I'll write... Will you write some jokes? You give me yeah, some confidence maybe. on stage. Well, what I'm yeah. going to do, like, all, jo- all jokes aside, <laughs> no pun intended, is, like, my biggest strength is the storytelling. Yeah. So, I think that, like, on Sunday, because I haven't actually... Besides the Winnie the Pooh joke, which yeah. clearly is an absolute winner... Yeah. Um, I think I'm, I don't have any jokes prepared. I was actually dedicating Saturday to writing jokes, but win, lose or draw, just cause I want to get up there on stage. Yeah. I'm just going to get up there and tell a couple of my best stories from like yeah. real life. And then once you do that, you can notice where you get laughs and stuff like that. Yeah. And then you can kind of like improve it from there. What I've noticed from telling jokes, like doing the same jokes, you notice where you get the laughs and you notice where you don't get the laughs. Yeah. You just cut that out well, that when I did a couple of open mics yeah. it shocked me like when there were times where I really wasn't expecting a laugh and mm. they laughed and I was like oh what the fuck and it put me off I was so like I got a joke this is my this is what I usually open with because um, they like say your name Cameron Muratori and I go Muratori it means bricklayer and that gets so many laughs and I go so when I want to get in touch with my roots I start catcalling women like that's that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the joke yeah. but every time I say it means bricklayer everyone starts laughing I'm like is that funny? Yeah, like, that's yeah. like just my name. Does like, it actually mean bricklayer? It does mean oh, bricklayer. There you go. That's like, yeah. So I'm that's like, funny. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's funny that people find that so yeah, funny. Yeah, like it gets more laughs than the other thing. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what? I don't get this, bro. Like yeah. this is, um, but I don't know. Um, what's the end goal? Like what's 10 years time, 20 years time? What well, are, what's the goal? What's the end like, goal? Like what I'm uh, passionate about and what I've realized that like I think I'm best at is like presenting and hosting. Yeah. Like um, when we were filming with Creeper and Tommy Mitch for Ball Magnets, Caden yeah. is the best at what he does. Like yeah. he's so good at like making YouTube videos. But when it comes to doing a big intro or a big outro, sometimes the words don't come mm. to him. And what I realize I'm best at is like just creating a vibe, creating fun yeah. energy. So like if I go fast forward to my dream, it's probably hosting some sort of like TV show, yeah. whether it be a stupid fucking game show like Deal yeah. or No Deal, or if it's like a really cool show like Postcards or whatever, yeah. where I get to travel. I think that I think if utilizing my strengths would 100%. be hosting. Yeah. Um, but like when I historically when I dreamed and like thought of like me yeah. being a success, like I've proper made it, yeah. it's stand up. Like yeah. that's what I'm doing. Or pro wrestler, WWE, but I think that ship sailed. Yeah. I, growing up, pro wrestler was always on the card. Yeah. Like, like I didn't know, there was no avenues how to get into it. Mm. Dennis Committee's son somehow worked his, but like, if you realize <laughs> if you're a pro wrestler, it's pretty much WWE or bust. Yeah, it is. Like yeah. if you're like, I'm in the, um, Australian wrestling. No one thing. gives a fuck about when Melbourne did, City wrestling. When has anyone gone to like Australian? Wrestling? I've gone. Really? I've gone. It was good actually, and haven't gone back since. But uh, it was fucking good. Really? Yeah, you Melbourne went. City wrestling. I'm telling you, but I'm a massive wrestling nut. Yeah. I'm a massive wrestling. Do you still nut. watch it? I still watch it. Yeah, the YouTube, not the full episode. I watch uh, the, like, yeah. the five minute short. Yeah, matches. no. So I was growing up WWE. Like I was, I watched. Mate, yeah, I watched good, it. Who was your favorite? Um, I loved. I was really small, so I loved Rey Mysterio. I reckon that's the most common answer because the most common answer is Jeff Hardy. Yeah, true, but everyone actually. loves Jeff Hardy. Yeah. So I'll give you a couple. Um, Shawn Michaels, love Shawn Michaels. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you love any of the bad guys? Edge, fuck Edge. Yeah, fuck yeah, Edge. yeah. Did you ever go when I was in Melbourne? Yeah, I did. I went yeah. to one and it was John Cena v Edge in like a cage match yeah. to win, and. Um, John Cena like smashed Edge on the fucking ground or whatever. He's like crawl into the cage. Yeah. Bathtub. Actually, my always thought this the cage match, you just had to walk outside the cage. And people climb the cage. No, no, not that one. Oh, yeah. There was like an 
Oh, there was another one where you just had to walk outside the cage. Yeah. And, like, I remember, like, when you'd play the PlayStation game, like, you had to, like, pick the lock or something like yeah. that. But, like, in the thing, they would, they would just open the Yeah, door, yeah, but yeah. they would climb over it to get out. Yeah. I think it was, like, kind of a Hell in the Sutton thing. And he opens the door and then the leader slams oh, the door on yeah, him. And yeah. then Edge walks just straight out. I'm like, they could have just, like, sprinted out there straight away. Yeah, like, yeah. The, the aim of the game. But WWE, who's your favourite? My favourite was The Undertaker, and this is a nightmare fucking story. He scared me too much. No, I loved him. So, Dad and I went, like, I asked Dad, can we please go to the wrestling when it was at Rod Laver? Mm. He was like, yeah, of course. So, we go, but he'd had a long day at work, obviously, and he doesn't really, he's not a massive into the wrestling. So, we're sitting there, and he knows I love The Undertaker, yeah. and The Undertaker was the same, steel cage, yeah. uh, WWE Championship. It was up against, like, Triple H or yeah. something like that, right? Anyway, Triple H comes out first, he's sitting in the ring. Undertaker's music hits he's walking down the aisle doing the iconic entrance and dad leans into me and goes oh righto mate we should probably beat the traffic shouldn't we so we don't even get to watch the Undertaker Triple H match he was so rooted and so bored from all the matches beforehand he was like he said to me we've seen the dead man mate you ready to go and I was like we've seen him we've seen him walk down the aisle I want to see him do the tombstone pole driver yeah give me a choke slam surely before we leave Probably never speak to dad again. Oh, right? mate, I still, I'm, you know, I've never brought that up with him since. That might be, if I ever do like a, a Father's Day edition podcast yeah. and I lay everything on the line, that might be, be one where I really. Um, uh, circling back after. Oh, actually, no, one more WWE thing. The Boogeyman, he used to give yeah. me nightmares. Like, yeah. honestly, when he, would come on, he went, when he would come on, I mean, the Boogeyman, I'm coming here. I would honestly, like, be cowering in yeah. fear. Like, I would, like, not watch his stuff on purpose. He would scare the fuck out of me. Smashing clocks on yeah. his head. He was real, real right. He used to, like, book a tea and he'd, like, grab his girlfriend or whatever, like, make yeah. her eat. Yeah. Would, like, I was like, I don't know how they're not so scared. Like, I'm yeah. shitting myself. But, um... Back to circle back yeah. to the end goal, hundred uh, percent presenting. I think I'm the opposite. Where like I've done videos and stuff like that, and like the presenting part of it, I'm like, hey, like I don't know how to start it or anything like that. I, I think- honestly think that so much of my personality and like my passion and whatever minimal skill I may have in whatever I do yeah. comes from watching wrestling. Serious. Like that was my life. Yeah. Like I obsessed over it. It's a it's a soap opera for yeah. for males. exactly it's what like it is. It's like days of our lives just for males exactly and right with, with them wrestling in it. And watching all these different characters, and I was so in, I was more interested in like the promo, the mic side yeah. of the wrestling, and seeing like what they would say that would make people cheer or boo mm. or whatever. And I idolize these guys, and yeah. I reckon like getting in front of a microphone. I was cutting promos from so young yeah. like, to myself. So yeah, that's cool. That is cool. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? Uh, wrestling, wrestling. Presenting, presenting. May, like I... Oh, uh, yeah, struggle. My, I just want to, I like to say my end goal as well because yeah, this mate, is my podcast. Do. I can do what I want. Absolutely. Um, I originally got into stand-up. Don't text me while I'm podcasting, <laughs> bro. Um, I still like something. He knows. Um, uh, I originally got into, sta- uh, into stand-up mm. because I loved podcasting and I thought... Who does podcasts? Stand-up comedians. I'm funny. Yeah, Let's try yeah. that. And I, like, enjoyed stand-up comedy, but I didn't really, like, love it. Yeah. And then since, like, doing... And I was like, I'll do stand-up comedy, build an audience and stuff like that. And then... But since, like... I have fallen in love with stand-up comedy. Like, since yeah. being on stage and stuff. And I find it kind of, like... It's kind of egotistical. Like, it's kind of like... Is, yeah. Like, everybody look at me, laugh at... Like, I'm giving you a thing, a gift by laughing or whatever. Yeah, but... Yeah. You know, I feel like I love making people laugh. Like, it just builds my ego, builds my ego. Yeah, Everybody yeah. on stage, look at me. I'm the funny man. Ha, ha, yeah, ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, 
you look back, I look back to my whole life and I'm kind of like, it's probably what I've always done. That's kind of like, I've yeah. always just been a sh- the funny guy trying to stand out, get people's attention. And like, now that I've started standing up comedy, I'm like, it's probably like, I'm not surprised that this has happened. Like, yeah. <laughs> but that's like, that is that what you feel like you were always like meant to do? Like stand up? Like, is that the, is that the... I like, when I was younger, I would... I was listening to... Uh, the other day, I was watching this thing with um, Jerry Seinfeld, um, Ricky Gervais, Louis C.K., Chris Rock that, talking yeah, together. And they said, like, do you remember the first time you met someone funny? And mm. I thought about it. I was like... Because in primary school, like, I was funny. I remember always being funny. Like, I was yeah. always the funny guy. And nobody could, like, match me type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I met someone who, like, matched me. And I was like what the hell is this? Really? Like, this guy's matched me right now. Yeah. And it, it like, did something to my ego. I was like, it would have. Yeah, it's like, like when an alpha, like a yeah. big strong guy meets someone stronger. It's yeah. Like, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, so I've always wanted the attention of being funny. So like, um, you know how I reckon I, when I knew I was like somewhat funny or yeah. like at least funny enough to yeah. be the funny guy was, um, in high school, right? When, um, I would make all the other kids would be making jokes, but like year seven jokes, yeah. if that makes sense. And the teacher would crack the sheets, mm. kick him out, whatever. But I'd be joking with like the teacher, like the most strict teacher, Mister Moreau, and yeah. he'd be pissing himself. Yeah. And that's when I was like, "Fuck!" Even though all the all the people in my yeah. class hate me because Mister Moreau like loves me, yeah. I was like, "Fuck!" If I can make him piss himself and other like mm. teachers when they can't, I was like, "I reckon I've got like some some sort of sense of humor." That so I was the um, I was. I'm the opposite. Like, I can make my friends laugh and stuff like that, but I really struggle with um, making, like, older people laugh. And yeah. I, like, struggle to be even, like, myself around, like, older people. And, like, I get into my shit. Like, at work with my boss and stuff, like, they think I'm just, like, really just chill and yeah. quiet and stuff like that, which is not like me at all. Just because, like, I'm just in my shell with these yeah. older people and stuff like that. Um, but, like, I used to, even at school... People like a year older than me, I would like, I don't know, you would just, I'd be like, get in my shell a little bit. Yep. But people a year younger than me, they'd be like, this guy is so fun. Like, I'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like I'd be times 10. Well, to go like a little bit deeper, and this is like, yeah. my, my dad's the best bloke. I yeah. fucking love him, right? But, um, it, like, every second weekend was at my dad's yeah. joint, and he's, he's the most social. So let's get into your parents' divorce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad is like the most social person, right? Yeah. Loves a pub, loves his mates, a ripper bloke, yeah. right? And he's, he was a storyteller yeah. with like, he would control the room with all of, all of his group. But so I'd go with him, like the Lyle Plenty pub, and his mates were there. And when you're a kid with all these middle aged blokes drinking, it's either sink or swim. It's yeah. either you sit in the corner colouring in books yeah. or you're fucking whatever, or you chat to him. And I remember thinking, I don't want to be the kid that's like going, How was school, Connor? Good. What you learn? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. How are your friends? Good. Like so I would walk up to his mates that yeah. are like forty years old and pissed. Be like, how's work, mate? Even though I didn't even know what the fuck yeah. that meant, you know. So I reckon from that young age, being in that environment where I was just trying to get on like a house on fire yeah. and trying to impress and fit in as a little prepubescent yeah. kid with middle aged blokes, I reckon that's like really what gave me so much. I had tools. that primary school or maybe year seven, year eight. I had that. Yeah. And then when I got a bit older, I was more like worried. I used to just like say what I could just speak to anyone, say whatever to anyone. Then I reckon I hit to year eight, year nine. Yeah. And I was like, be cool. Try to be cool, bro. Like, what are you doing, man? Try to be cool. Yeah, like, yeah. Thing. So, um, uh, I got a bit of a, a segment on here. It's a, do you remember BuzzFeed? 
Yeah, I remember BuzzFeed. So yeah. it's a BuzzFeed quiz. Okay. Uh, BuzzFeed quiz of the week. Um, and this one is um, just in for future references, things that might be going. Um, fifth, these 15 questions will reveal what kind of roommate you are. Right, okay. So are you ready? I think I'm a good one. All right, let's go. Um, uh, when you have an issue, how do you solve it? Just is there options? There is, but there's six, and I can't be fucked reading them out. So say your answer. When I have an issue, how do I solve it? I uh, talk about it. Talk about it. Calmly talk it out ASAP so it doesn't get worse? Correct. Bang, you beauty. Uh, do you always replace the toilet paper roll? Uh, yes, I do. Why was there a bit of a hesitation? Because these came up during the week and it really frustrated me. My housemate, Michael, who's also like my best mate, right? He thinks, what do you think about this one, right? If uh, there's, say, one toilet roll left in like the container, like, you know, where you put your spare rolls, right? So the one you're using is all all out. So then you put that in the bin, you grab the spare roll and you put it on the thing. He thinks that means it's your responsibility to go grab four new rolls and put it in there. But Mm. I sort of think if there's still a full roll on there... Nah, if you get the full roll, you're right. Yeah, so... Yeah, Yeah, no, you're still there. How often do you clean your dishes? So when you... Immediately. Immediately? Beautiful. Or put it in the... Never leave it in the sink, ever. I saw... I clean them as soon as I'm done using them. How often do you clean the house? Ah, uh, fuck. Well, I, mate, I work day and night, yeah. trivia and night, so n- not often am I doing the mopping and all yeah. that sort of stuff, and I don't really do too much, to be honest, but I do vacuum. I reckon I'm the vacuumer of the house. Definitely. Like, how often do I clean the house? Like, um, I don't know if once yet it's been like Rogers clean the house. Twice a month? Yeah, we'll go with that. I'll go once a month. Once a month. <laughs> um, have you ever gone into your roommate's room when they weren't there? Yep get a lighter for a candle <laughs> yeah sure mate um do you borrow their shit uh borrow their shit uh like yeah i do yeah stuff? i do actually yeah asking them i ask them yeah i ask them but like i i do it only because i do it back like i've given like my housemate like a watch yeah so yes all the time yeah all right bang uh do you have really loud sex in the apartment I don't have sex. It's not something that that's not applicable to me. Like I wish do, I did. Do you masturbate really loudly? <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes um, do you always pay on time, bills and rent? Yeah, never late. Yes, always. Do you leave stuff all over the common area? Um, is there like a like medium? Yeah, but only if I'm in a rush. And I, only I just, if I'm in a rush. Yeah. So I'm in a rush a lot, but yeah. never like yeah. yeah. Do you ask before inviting someone over? Um, no. No. Um, no, I pay rent. I can have people over when I want. Yeah. Sure. Do you eat food that isn't yours? Uh, yes. All the time. But everyone knows that and I hate them for it. I say it's on you. I'm a massive sweet tooth and yeah. I've got... I say if you leave chocolates in the house, mate, that's your fault. Oh, uh, I'm... If- my parents, are, we don't have chocolate in this house because, like, if we're just chocolate, it's gone. Chocolate or ice cream? Lolly, yeah. they sh- like, they know, buy lollies I'm not a lolly man. Yeah. I won't touch them. Chocolate <laughs> and ice cream is gone. Yeah. Nah, 100%. Yeah. You're going to hide it somewhere. Um, uh, do you claim to the TV in the living room anytime there's something you want to watch? Uh, no, I don't I don't really watch TV. Yeah. No, I don't watch... Neither. Like, I'll put, like, YouTube on and yeah. just thing and then I'll be, like, doing other shit while it's in the background, like... If I watch a TV show, like, it's rare. All I ever do, like, if in my spare time, I'll listen to live music. Like, I love putting on a live yeah. concert, but that'll just be in my room, laptop, earphones. Yeah, in. done. 
Um, in general, is it your way or the highway? It is the highway. I'm a really reasonable guy. Yeah. I think, in fact, like two examples. We have. I live with four housemates. There, you can, there's only two spots in the drive. I never park in the drive. Like I'm happy to take out the front because I know other people really want the drive. Yeah. And with our towel rack, there's only spots for two towels. Yeah. I keep my towel in my room. Like yeah, I'm yeah. happy for them to have the towels. Yeah. I don't want to cause any issues. Towel will be in my room. Hundred uh, percent. Do you clean your hair out of the bathtub or shower? Um, when it gets clogged, <laughs> like, yeah. like only, when it gets clogged, I do. Like my mustache. If there's hair. a noticeable amount built up, I'll yeah. Yeah. Um, how much time do you spend at home? Um, none, like none? literally none. Like they, they actually call me the stray cat because I'm never home. True story. Um, yeah, done. All right, room. You're actually a pretty great roommate. Oh, how good's that? Yeah, so that's handy considering you're moving in with me, yeah, supposedly. But that's, uh, yeah, maybe. We've got, so if you want a little taster, it's there for you. That sounds perfect, I yeah, reckon. Yeah. We'll discuss after the pod, yeah. but six months sounds actually yeah. really good because... Cool. Other things were um, things. Um, one more. Other things were things. <laughs> no, so I want to go away as well. I yeah. want to travel and stuff. And I was like, if I move in, I don't want to be paying rent for like three months if I'm overseas. Yeah. Whatever. But six months, six months. I was planning on going in August anyway. And if I go in Feb, six months. If I, Mate, my mathematics are correct. I think that's. that's I think that works out well. Perfect. Bombshell yeah. um, on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, final topic. Uh, not final, but just another topic I want to bring up. Um, the World Cup. Oh, yeah. You're, you're a soccer Massive fan? soccer man. Um, so, World Cup starts in a couple of days or something like that. Yeah. I don't really want to talk about the soccer at all. Yeah. I just want to talk about all the other shit that's happened in Qatar. All oh, right, so, like the deaths and all that. Uh, so, I've just got a couple of stats. So, <laughs> Qatar got this World Cup and Australia was like the second, came second in, I think, second or third. Like, yeah. If they didn't get it, we should have got it. The... Um, uh, FIFA got done for corruption, being corrupt. Yeah, yeah. Giving them the World Cup, being corrupt, and like nothing happened from it. They nah. continued to have the World Cup. They're invincible. They, they, they had, can do whatever they like, want. They had the World Cup after. Like, okay, that's a bit. That's a bit odd. Yeah. Um. So their population. How, how many people for a World Cup in Qatar? In Qatar, what do you reckon? Oh, I'm so shit with this sort of stuff. How many? What's the population of Australia? I'm gonna guess in Qatar, there's like ten mil. Three hundred and thirteen thousand. Oh, you <laughs> Three, are kidding? Wait, yeah, yeah, I said that right. Three hundred. Yeah, that's the right number. Do you know when you say numbers and like a long number and you just like yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Is that how you meant to say? It? Yeah. So yeah. So to get these stadiums in, they they had nothing there. They had like they had bloody Coventry Oval pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Didn't, they didn't have much there. They had pretty much Banyuls bloody mm. slot pit. Beverly that, Road Oval. Yeah, yeah. That they had to play in. They had the yeah exactly the three ovals just yeah that, yeah that's yeah. The whole world comes out. So they had to build like massive stadiums. So they brought in 85% of immigrant workers. Yeah. So only 15% of the people were from Qatar. They um, they came out and said only like six people died yep. on the things. Um, but so... Six. Would, well, six, six, six already is no, like no, six people. Six, yeah. No, One's bad enough. No, but they... Like someone has a heart attack and they go... No, but they just Oh, it's say, like COVID stuff. No, no. But, <laughs> so they estimate between 2,000 and 6,500 people died from the construction sites. But they just kind of said that other people died from natural causes. That's like a war. That's like <laughs> 6,000 people. That is a war body I reckon count. less people have died in Ukraine. Exactly right. Yeah, literally. Play, pray for... Pray, pray for, for Qatar. Qatar. Yeah, pray, pray for Qatar. Qatar. World Cup. No, well, not even Qatar. They're all fucking immigrants. Yeah, 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 true. Um, so... Um, Qatar, so you go in there, you can't drink, so you can drink inside the stadiums. Yeah. 
But once you leave the stadiums, mm. you have to sit in a tent outside the stadium oh. or like pretty much a drunk tank yeah. until they say you're sober enough to leave. What? Because they, you're not allowed to drink there, but they had to like allow, allow drink it. In it. So you can buy your $15 beers at the thing, but as soon as the game's over, you have to go sit in this drunk tank until they agree. until Until you're completely sober. Until they deem you sober enough, I guess. That is as mental as anything. Yeah. You know, I, I actually entered in a competition with SEN, winner gets two trips to Qatar for the yeah. semifinals. You get to watch both semifinals. $1,000 spending money, all expenses paid. Entered it. Mate, fuck, I don't think I want to win it. If you have yeah. to sit in a tent. If, so you can't get a beer outside? No, literally. no, because Qatar, alcohol is banned. Yeah, right. So they've, They've allowed it inside the stadiums. With a population of 300,000, do yeah. they even have infrastructure to do anything? Like, do they have a single bar club? Even if you yeah. can't drink, like, do they have anything? Of so, like, the, they like have a Luna Park. Do they have a Luna they, Park? No Luna Park. There's Luna Parks everywhere. How do they not have Yeah, them? exactly right. No three park super passes. No. no so, the immigrant workers, they were staying in shipping containers. And then, like, they said, all right, and we're going to big, big, build a big hotel for all these people to come. That didn't get built. So, a couple of weeks ago, they said to all the immigrant workers, you just have to leave now because we have all these people coming for the World Cup. So, they kicked all them out. So, if you go into Qatar, you're staying in these shipping containers, which I don't expect to be five-star. No. Yeah. As well as if you're there um, and you're gay... Seven years in jail. Oh, man. Like, I wonder how they've settled on seven. I wonder how they're like, all right, you're a bloke that likes keeping blokes. Yeah. Five's probably a bit too light on. Yeah. Eight's a bit harsh. Like, <laughs> eight, like, we're not animals. We're man. not animals. Like, we're fair and reasonable people. Yeah. We'll give you seven years. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it, it got, it was, they used to stone you in the, yeah. in the town square. Well, it's a bit better than that. Seven <laughs> years is a bit better than that. that. That's the... But imagine if you weren't even gay and we just went and watched Australia. We were super pissed. Australia wins. We yeah. have a little like kiss between mates out the front <laughs> and like seven years in prison. Bang, it's bang. like, I'll prove it, mate. How, like get you're the hottest bloke in Qatar yeah. naked in front of me, tugging me off. I bet you I don't get hard. <laughs> you know, like I'll prove I'm not gay. It it's just... like the, um, Back in the day, the witch trials, how they would like send the <laughs> yeah, chick yeah, off like, yeah. a, a cliff and be like, if she survives, she's a yeah, witch. Yeah. If not, the good girl gone. It's like, yeah. suck his, let, make him suck your dick. And if he gets hard, like, yeah. Have you heard about the game that people play with mates? When I say, maybe this is just something yeah. I heard once, where you each take a Viagra mm -hmm. and then you watch gay porn. And if you like it a hard on, you're gay. <laughs> You sit around and you sit around seats watching that. Um, we'll do it after the pod. That can be for the Patreon yeah, for the real the real uh, paid um, up members of Cam's Time Capsule. Can see us take a Viagra uh, and watch some gay porn. I'm gonna stiff you just thinking about. Yeah, it. me too. Actually, yeah. Um, and then the final thing about this, they've because nobody's gone to the World Cup. Like it's there's no so they've paid people no. to be fake fans. No. So you, you watch these videos and they go, who are you supporting? Argentina. Who are you supporting? Spain. And they're just all Middle Easterns. Like, oh, you are no. Not, you are not Spanish. You are not Argentinian. This, There's like English, like they're yeah. supporting England. I'm like, you are Middle Eastern, man. You yeah, are from yeah. Qatar. What is this? Like they're paying them money. You know, like I'm a massive soccer fan. Yeah. Like support Crystal Palace, flew to South London to watch them. They're just a small club. It's like supporting like the Western Bulls. Oh no, I'm a, I follow soccer. Oh yeah, yeah. there you go. I'm a Liverpool fan though. 
so yeah, that's I'm a right. scumbag. That's all right. That we go. <laughs> um, and yeah, there seems to be no excitement around this year's World Cup. Like even yeah. the Premier League, like you listen to the commentators and they're like so pessimistic about well, it. Well, one issue is because it's in the middle of the season. Yeah. Because it's usually in like June, July, mm. but in Qatar, June, July, it's 45 degrees. Yeah. Not really the best condition to play soccer. Yeah. So they're like, all right, we'll put it in December. It's only going to be 26 degrees. It's actually not bad, but yeah. like still very hot. And now there's so many players out of the World Cup from mid-season injuries. Yeah. Because if they play in the middle of the year, they have time to recover. And uh, so like stupid. You have a two-week... You have a do, do your ankle last week. Yeah. You don't get to play in the World Cup type So of stupid. Yeah. Oh, well. So that's um uh, that's the World Cup. Segment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> mate. Uh, honestly... Who's going to win? Uh, I... So have you heard about that Bet R special where like... Better, bet, I think it's better, not Bet R. Yeah, better, <laughs> bet, better. Where they offered $110 yeah, yeah, odds yeah. for... All of them. Yeah. So I've thrown ten bucks on Argentina. I just think Lionel Messi's last dance will get around. Yeah, here. and I think that, like, of course I want Australia to win, but realistically, we might beat Tunisia. Yeah, <laughs> but and we probably won't. Like, we might yeah. probably won't. Um, so I think, and I think just Argentina. The whole the three teams I want to win. Yeah. Argentina, Portugal, and England. I'd love to see Ronaldo go berserk yeah. after all the shit he's caught. Imagine yeah. he comes out against Man of the Tournament, takes Portugal to a World Cup, yeah. it'd be the best thing ever. That would be unbelievable. Yeah. So same as Messi, like if imagine like Portugal Argentina final. That yeah. would be like Mate, literally great. Is it possible? Thing. I hope it's possible yeah. in like the way it um, I, I think it all depends on how you come out of the group stage. Oh, okay, it's yeah. like uh, like ones be play against the Yeah, teams yeah, got you, got you. Um and then England um, I remember like when they were going well in the Euros like, a couple of years and you see all the English folks going crazy. Yeah. I feel like just because like they speak English, you've got kind of a connection to them. Yeah. And like you follow the English Premier League, so you like know a lot of their players. Like, yeah, yeah. Players I'd, like I'd like to see England win it. Yeah. Like I'd, one of my best mates is English. I'd love to see him get like, up and Brazil, about. Like Brazil, I couldn't give a fuck, man. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. France, no chip. Fuck France. Yeah. Um, And then... I don't think any other Like Germany and shit. Like, no. Yeah, yeah they've already won it. Yeah. I love, yeah, I'd love to see, uh, I'd love to see Argentina Portugal final. That's what we'll be whipping home. If not yeah. Australia. Um, it's pretty good as well. The the times for the games are pretty good. I'm pretty sure we have a nine o'clock Saturday night game. I think that's getting free. Yeah. even. Nine o'clock Saturday Kane. night. Like, that's like perfect. Like, Do you reckon if Australia won the World Cup, you'd cry? Are you a cryer? Mm, I cried when Richard won the 27 in grand final. Yeah, that's cool. But I don't think I would cry. Oh, hang on. We're recording on my phone. Yeah. Hinge notification. I think, I, just, I think I just got a match. How good is that? You want to get it up? Yeah, let's see. Let's, let's see. get it up. Let's get it up. I hope it's not just like when they do, um, like, oh, notification. You're you want to pay? You want to pay oh, yeah, fifteen dollars yeah. for another? Yeah. Let's. Have, oh, so someone's like me. Let's have a look. Oh, her name's Yunkai. Y U N K A I. She, her head is, she's replied to my little bio, yeah. which is CC. Can you run me through your, um, your bio? Yeah. What's yeah. Up oh, look at Yunkai. She's a bodybuilder. She's doing on the rower there. She looks like a, a power, a power lifter. Power she's lifter. Yunkai. Sounds like the. Does she get the, a like or no? Nah, no. Like oh, so nah. this is, so this is a good exclusive for the, this, so this is wanky. <laughs> this is super wanky, yeah, right? I think every, um, every like, Profile has to be kind of wanky, like yeah. But this is a new level. This is shameful even for me. So my um my shirtless photos you got in there. Nah. So my first video is of 
Oh, I don't know if it'll play. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was me, like, on the podcast, uh, taking a piss with Prime Train. Yeah. And the caption, like, it gives you a bunch of captions yeah. to pick from, and one of them yeah. is, I feel famous. Uh, so, like, the first one is just a highlight package of me. Uh, I'm going, all right, <laughs> that's the first thing they see. Oh, no, mate. That is bad. Uh, and then uh, the next thing, my biggest date fail, is yeah. one they give. And it's a time when I went on a date with a homeless girl, didn't realise she was homeless. And she um, used me for like my bed. Like, is that was, true? Yeah. All she wanted was a bed to sleep in. We didn't share. Is there more of a story to that? Or yeah. Do that? you want me to go through yeah, the whole that's story? That's a great it's story. Like a story. It's a shame the punchlines ruin. But <laughs> essentially, what happened was, um, so when I was working at Kiss, we do like a lot of giveaways. Yeah. And um, I'll I'll start this. I'll start that story again, just because I'm going back to the phone, yeah. right? So Let's start looking good in the camera. Yeah, yeah. So with uh, I worked at Kiss, we do a lot of giveaways, right? And one day we were giving away a um, coffee machine. Let's see. Sorry about that. Flipping this around, flipping the camera. Now we're recording. Now we're good. Yeah, so I was working at Kiss. We were giving away a full-blown barista coffee Mm. machine, right? And um, it went to a random workplace. And I rock up to the workplace and everyone got to draw out a number and one lucky person got to take the coffee machine home. Anyway, when people came up to give me their details, there was one girl in particular who seemed like really keen, like, and she was Canadian or something like that. And you had to write down your phone number to enter. And like, she was giving me the eyes when I was doing the draw and everything. I'm like, she's 100% keen. So uh, I went home like, and I was like, fuck, this could cost me my job if it goes badly. But I was that confident she was keen. I texted the number or like I looked up her name on Instagram, whatever it was, DM'd it. And I think, um, the number is probably a smarter move because if you look up on Instagram, it's like he's kind of gone through a couple of steps. To yeah, find yeah, out, yeah, yeah. So I texted her and said, "Yeah, sorry, it's probably a bit random. I'm the guy that gave away the coffee machine, coffee mm-hmm. machine today. Shame you didn't win, but if you want to, you know, catch up. Like if you want to, if you love to chat, like anytime. As you guys, 100. percent Pick me up tomorrow, and I uh, will go get like something to eat. So I go to pick her up, and she comes out. She wouldn't tell me like her exact address. She was like, meet at the corner of like yeah. Lonsdale and Elizabeth or whatever. Mm. I go there and I see her like walk out of like it was like a weird place, right? Yeah. Anyway, she like gets alleyway type of thing, sort of thing. Yeah. Anyway, she <laughs> she gets in the car. Mind you, she had a job at an office, yeah. right? So she gets in the car and she's stoned out of her head, like yeah. super baked. And we sit down. We go to Easy's. You know Easy's, the burger joint? In the tram? Yeah. yeah. Great date spot for a foreigner because they're, yeah. they're like, oh, this is cool. The train's yeah. on top of a building in Melbourne. This is awesome. Anyway, she goes, oh, have a look at these new things I got. Pulls down her bra in the middle of the whole like restaurant and shows me a nipple piercings that she got. I'm like, oh, okay. It's on sort the of, first day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, green flag. <laughs> yeah, sort of cool, sort of not. I was like, so what do you do with yourself? And she's like, yeah, in the office part time, but I want to be a rapper. So I'm like, red flags left, right, and center, right? So you're, you're walking out of an alleyway, want to be a rapper, you're stoned out of your head, you're showing me your tits at the table. Let's what? go straight to mum right now. Yeah, let's, let's, yeah. Let's introduce you to mum right now. What the hell is going on? Anyway, she orders the most expensive like meal, orders the most expensive cocktail. And um, I go to pay, and she doesn't do like the courtesy, like oh, uh, oh like, yeah, yeah, I'll chip in. Yeah, so yeah. I just go up and tap. Anyway, we're walking down the stairs of no Easy's. No rock paper scissors for her. No rock paper scissors. <laughs> we're walking down the stairs, and we start like she starts hooking up with me on the stairs. People are walking up and down. And I'm just hooking up with this girl in the staircase. It was weird as. Um, then on the way back, as we get in the car, she goes, "Oh, let's have a few drinks somewhere else." And I'm like, "Fuck." 
if I got the cocktails then and she didn't even offer to shout, yeah. this is going to cost me a fortune. So I was like, oh, how about we drive back to my place and if we pass anywhere, we'll stop in. Yeah. So I drive all the back streets, right? So I, like, I like avoid all the bars yeah, at all yeah, costs, yeah. right? Uh, we, go, there's a bar come up. Hey, look over there, but just... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we get back to my place. Caden was living with me at the yeah. time. Come back. I get her a drink. And we're sitting like on the couch where Caden's watching the TV and she like got her legs spread. It was like super weird, bro. <laughs> anyway, I said, let's go to my room. So we go to my room and I say, I'll go get us another drink. So she, I leave her in my room, walk to the fridge. By the time I get back to my room, she's naked, right? And I'm like, fuck, how good is this? Like best thing ever. Like, even though weird chick, yeah. best thing ever. Anyway, we start hooking up. And as we're hooking up, like we go onto my bed and she's lying in the bed and we, she stops hooking up to say, oh, it's been ages since I've been on a bed this comfortable. And that's when the wheels started turning in my head. <laughs> Everything started clicking. Everything started making sense. create pain. The alleyway. Yeah, yeah. pain for her food. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, oh my God, she might legitimately be like homeless. Like she's from Canada. Like what the hell is happening here? Did she have Canadian accent? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so obviously I want to like sleep with her and she goes, this bed's so comfy, I'm so tired. Can I just have a nap first? I'm like, that's the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. Like have a nap, then what we, you wake up and we'll shag then. Yeah. Anyway, she's like, yeah, like in like 40 minutes. So I literally set a timer on my phone for 40 minutes. <laughs> so, and, and I like, I didn't want the timer to be like in my pocket. It goes off, she doesn't hear it. So I put the phone right next to her ear as she's napping. So it goes off and like she hears it and she gets up. Anyway, the alarm goes off and she pretended to still be asleep. She did a bit of like, oh, oh. I'm like, no, I know you heard that, mate. You have to, you have to be awake, surely. Anyway, she eventually wakes up and still doesn't want to um, like sleep, sleep with me, which is okay. But when I realize I've just been used by a homeless person for a bed to sleep in and a meal yeah. and like drinks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's when I was like, all right, I've got work tomorrow morning. Mom, I'm not going to school. I'm not going to (laughs) But that's when I was like, all right, look, all good if you don't want to sleep with me, that's fine, but I'm going to have to drop you home. Yeah. She doesn't have a home. So she was like, what, you're you're not going to let me sleep here unless, like, we have sex. And I'm like, well, that's one way of looking at it. Like, that's, I I think that's the wrong way of looking at it. It's more for me, like, I have work at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning and I'm not prepared to drop you in the city beforehand, so I'd rather drop you off now. But if you want to have a bit of fun, I'm also happy to have a bit of yeah. fun. So we ended up sleeping together. Worst shag of my life, just because she wasn't into it. By this stage, I wasn't into it because I realized mm. she was homeless. And I was like, this is like... It was like, time she had a shower. Yeah, literally. I was like, maybe, you know, you thought this was the most comfortable bed you slept in for ages. Maybe I'll give you the hottest shower yeah. you've had in a while. Anyway, we ended up sleeping together. Worst sex ever. Dropped it, Ended up dropping her home in the morning. And yeah, went on a date with a homeless chick without realizing she was homeless. Yeah, this story makes you sound like a bit of a uh, bit of a piece of shit. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I still didn't want to drop her home yeah, in the morning. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, honestly, that's brave. You, if I work the next day, I'm getting up at seven. Like, I'm not getting out of the house. Like, yeah, you were going on a date when you know you have work the next day. Yeah, and that's that's impressive. Yeah, well, for <laughs> my for my point of view, I was like. You know that this date is only for one thing. Like, yeah. you're not showing me your tits at the dinner table and being naked in my room yeah, the, because you think we're going to... That, that's the like almost sitcom-esque of, from a... Like, that you'd see that on the... Like, a thing... Exactly. Like, on the TV show, like... Yeah. So, it's a bit of a running gag that I'm the worst closer in the world. Yeah. Like, I'm a great opener. Like, I go on that many dates. Mm. That many girls, like, love chatting yeah. to me and we get one-on-one. Worst closer ever. And when I went from her being naked in my room and her, like, just stripping naked to her asleep with an alarm next to yeah. her, that's when it really hit me that I am the worst 
close that is, art that is in, funny. In, on walking the planet. Yeah. Uh, Connor, hour twenty two. Do you got any final? Any final? Uh, any final? I'm curious as a man who's in love. Yeah. Right, you. I'm curious to get like your point of view on a situation uh, that's come our way. Where you, okay, one thing. I when I wrap up the podcast, I always say this, but I always want to keep going. Yeah. It's like I've just run out of my notes, and then I'm so thankful that you actually have something to say. Yeah, no, like, we'll oh keep yes. riffing. We'll keep <laughs> yeah. riffing. I'll go. So, um, I host trivia, and there's a table that comes every week, right? There's a couple of tables that yeah. come regularly, but this table comes every week, which I love. We're talking about ego boost before. I love that. Like these are four friends that come together, and if. I was, if they were their life was a sitcom and they come together and yeah. this is them in the bar that they drink yeah. at, I love that. I'm, like Gunther and I'm Gunther. Yeah, Gunther, 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 yeah. Gunther, 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 Gunther. Gunther. Yeah. I love that I'm him in that. Like yeah. I'm the character and I chime in in their like yeah. little stories and whatnot. Um. Anyway, it's two couples, right? Two yeah. guys, two girls. Um. They both each live in their own house and they all went away. They went there two weeks ago because I went in the, to Nepal to climb Everest, right? Just base camp, surely. Base camp, yeah. yeah. And they're halfway up, right? Yeah. And uh, one of the girlfriends realizes she can't go any further. She needs to turn back. But they're already halfway up, and they've flown to Nepal for this purpose. Yeah. So she uh, turns around, goes back, and it's caused minor, you know, slight issues in yeah. the relationship because he didn't turn back with it, and he mm-hmm. just kept on going up. So if you and the doll go away to Nepal to climb Everest. Reminder yeah. I, I don't think it's as simple As like you're halfway To the shops And you turn back And well, walk home Well she have to go By herself yeah. I think there was like Some there's sort of a Sherpa, Sherpa type operation And then there's a helicopter But I still think Like from her point of view Being one on one With a Sherpa you flying, If you're flying To Everest You're flying to Nepal To go for that Exact reason Yeah I'm not stopping I'm not going back down For you Yeah And I think Evie My girlfriend Would understand that as well I agree I think she would also Understand that she Actually, I'm not going to... I'll say she would know she can't do Everest, but she would say, thinking ahead, oh, I could do Everest. Yeah, yeah. But she couldn't. Um, but you know what you're getting yourself into? Yeah. And, um, like, I came here to climb Everest. You're with me. It's like, if you can't go any further, I'm sorry. But, but it could be one of those moments, like, real real relationship defining, where it's like, wow, he chose me over Everest. Like, that is But it's not powerful. choosing her over Everest. It's not like, okay, if she had to, like, just... Fuck, walk back down by us. If she's getting back down safely and you know it's all going to be okay, yeah. like, she has to, like, you got to go down there. Like, yeah. it's not like, um, you've flown there for that reason and it's kind of her fault yeah. for not preparing correctly. Yeah, yeah. You've booked this thing. You go to trivia every Wednesday talking about this trip to Nepal. <laughs> We're going to fucking go to base camp. Surely you do, like, at least do some bloody stair climbs at the bloody gym or something. Do something. Go, yeah. go to La Trobe and go on the rock climbing wall. Do something. Yeah, exactly like, right. Yeah, build, spot on. Like, it was your fault for not yeah. getting in a good enough thing to climb Everest. You knew it was going to be hard. Your, your loss mm. I agree I agree Is that what the general consensus is? That is what is? the general consensus is That's what it is But I like I feel like a lot of the girls that I've asked Are there saying Yeah mate He should just keep going But if it was them in that situation And she realise And they realise They have to walk down by themselves Or with a Sherpa They don't really know at all yeah. They'd be expecting the Doesn't speak from, English type of thing Doesn't speak English re- There's foreign place yeah. Pissing down snow Like she'd be there going I would hope my boyfriend Like comes back And make sure I'm safe Like I think you gotta know That Um Like what you're getting yourself into Before you go Yeah And yeah. if you know I have to climb Everest and I have to, like, do this, like, 
if I can't do it, it's on me. Yeah. It's on yeah. me. If I cl- couldn't get to base camp, yeah. I'd be like, is base camp even that hard? Is yeah. It- oh, I have no idea. I don't know if it's a day, like an hour, a month, yeah. whatever. Sure. Um, if it's an hour and you can't just have a sniffly nose for an hour, I'll grow up. <laughs> um, a fun game I've thought of on the yeah. fly, right? So on your notes... Um, I'm the same So yeah. it's, it has one of like Three headings up the top It'll yeah. say stand up TikTok Or YouTube Right Like one Pretty of the much. three <laughs> um, So But because like I'll be busy And like I'll think oh, I'll do this idea on the weekend yeah. Which I never do I'll write down like Three words Like to summarize yeah. Oh the worst Or like a sentence <laughs> the worst. Like it's not a proper thing yeah. um, And that'd be fine If I do it that weekend Because it'd be like yeah. I'd just still be fresh in my head I remember But when it's been a year I look back I'm like what the fuck does chair balloon yeah. mean like what, am I what the fuck about? does that mean so like how about like I'll go on your phone you go on my phone uh-huh. go through the notes and we'll pick out like one <laughs> that's a good game yeah we'll pick out uh, like I'll find the um, uh, pick out like one thing from like the stand up uh, or TikTok uh, I reckon like, my TikTok ideas are gonna be pretty straightforward okay I'll uh, go I'll search up stand up I'll go, go my stand up list and you go pick a random one and you, I reckon it's funner if you got to guess what it is rather than I say. Yeah. And I got to guess what, like you uh, pick one. Oh, I pick. Wait, what do yeah. I say? Like the. Oh, I say. No, how about how about I take your phone, you take yeah, mine, and you I'm just saying. yeah, and you just pick a random one. So that's like my whole. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've got a funny one here. Um. <laughs> I've just picked the first one I've seen. Uh, I just I. I just picked this one And I just think This is a really funny joke Oh what is it You go <laughs> uh, To jump out of an airplane You either need Really good headspace Or really bad <laughs> Yeah so yeah. That's a funny joke Yeah I reckon that's pretty I reckon that's, that's better than Your bloody weird at the pool <laughs> <laughs> um, This is one I like here This is just a sentence yeah. Getting Terry Irwin fucked Oh I wrote a joke about that Yeah Oh you read a joke on it I wrote a joke about that Some of them I have wrote jokes Some of them I haven't Yeah Do you want to give me the Do you want to give you the premise Yeah give me the premise Um, Terry Irwin came out And said she hadn't been on a date In like 16 years since Steve died Right And I was like This is a national (laughs) treasure Like we need to get Terry Irwin (laughs) (laughs) Mate That is That is Proper funny (laughs) Can you run with that I think that Mate if that's in your Maybe pile here Oh no no I've I've said that on stage Oh Oh, I mate, said it once does that though. get a good game? Oh, get- look, I, I, I didn't think about like I said it when like I was at the end of my set and I was like, oh, I got this joke as well. Let's just say it. Why not? Yeah. And I got some laughs. Yeah, but I haven't said it since. I might yeah. run. I'll run with it this Sunday then. If yeah. it's, um, I'm gonna run with that um, airplane one. We'll <laughs> go one more. Let's yeah. see. This is one I'd like to pick your brain on. What's this one? Ricky Martin incest. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good. See, all yours are fully fledged ideas. Are, are they? I thought that um, they were. Um, uh, let me think. I thought that I had some there that was just a couple of words. Maybe if you go YouTube or TikTok, uh, maybe I'll see. Yeah, go, go find one of those ideas. Because they're all kind of jokes. Um, Ricky Martin incest. Okay. So Ricky Martin's nephew, like brother's son or whatever, yeah. accused him of like touching him or something <laughs> Yeah, like I remember that. that actually. Something like that. So my, like I wrote a joke. The only joke I couldn't think of, I was like, that is so not Levita Luca. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. Like it's not really like that funny. I like it. I was just saying like Ricky Martin raping his nephew. That's not that's not living a Levita Luca <laughs> or something like that. I never ran with it, but I thought when I saw it, I was like, that's a funny thing to... This is a fun game. I like this game. Um, I'm gonna get this one more. Yeah, you. I'll give you one. Well, oh. this, like you. So you. So yeah. this is like one where I don't even remember writing this down. You can just read it. I don't know. <laughs> YouTube, TikTok, stand up. 
erotic novel live read title penis in vagina at vagina repeat <laughs> so this is what it feels like she demanded I devoured her back door like it was the jelly bean pack of uh, jelly bean pack of Haribo's and I was a diabetic with dangerously low blood sugar and a sweet tooth <laughs> Okay, I probably butchered that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I actually had a similar joke. Did you? Oh, not a similar joke. Um, if you scroll down to the bottom a bit more, yeah, um, it's um, Fifty Shades of Grey for men. Right, and right. Because like, it's like you can read, like, listen to like audio books, like Fifty Shades of Grey for women, and it's like them talking you through like the sex and stuff like that. And I was like, imagine if it was for men, I'd just be like. Yes, I fucked her in the ass. Yeah, then, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then I came in her tits. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be fantastic. But that hasn't been fully. Fl- I um, all my jokes have like a at the start, like there was a stage there where all my jokes had a sexual underlining. Let's talk. About, uh, let's talk about this more. Yeah. You go, and then I want to they talk more about sexual, comedy. They had a, yeah, because we were going deep on that before. Yeah. I'm happy to go back. We had, they had all sexual underlining, yeah. and I was really worried. Like all my jokes, just like silly sexual yeah. potty humor type of thing. Mm. And then since doing that course or whatever, I kind of broaden my horizon can make jokes about other things there. But there's a stage there. I went on stage. I had five minutes, and all my jokes had some sort of sexual connection. To yeah. Them. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just how like, did you? That's something I struggle with. At the, when I say at the start, I've only done two open mics. <laughs> so at the start and at the end yeah. is, um, I think like the easy like kill or like what you see so often in stand up is like Ricky Gervais or Jim Jeffries. Yeah. They're just a couple lads that like are complaining or like taking the piss yeah. out of something, and that was like the easiest thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I'll go up there and I'll just riff on people who don't like horse racing, yeah. right? Or like, yeah, you know, just be like some yeah. some footy type of guy that just like loves drinking beer and loves taking the piss mm-hmm. out of people. But wasn't that funny? And it was like, right, how do you find your personality up there? It's okay, different. Another thing from that. You're ripping on those people. You go to an open mic. It's a different crowd. You're not at the footy club. Making, you could do that at the footy club and you could get those laughs yeah. and stuff. But you're doing this at... How like, interesting uh, is it? Like, and it's a different crowd. One thing... I know... I do like the fine. Do you do the fines on a Thursday night? Yeah, I think? yeah. Like, I do them. I know I'm going to get laughs because... Do you I'm read like, them out? Yeah. Oh, I don't I, read them out. I write them all and yeah. read them all out. That's a piss up. Yeah. So, like, that's how I got... Practice pretty much in stand up. Mate, that, there's like, literally, I thought trivia was good practice. Yeah. There is literally no better practice than reading fines out of the football. I would write, I would write them all on a Thursday. Yeah. I would eat my dinner and I would just like write and just like pick on everyone. There. Yeah, that's so it good. Was kind of bullying, but. Mate, that's fantastic. <laughs> but, and then it was just practice and I just got used to like being on stage and shit like that. And then, um, uh, from that. Yes, but I can make all those people laugh because they're my mates and stuff like that yeah. but then you go to these open mic nights and there's a 60 year old bloke there there's a 70 year old lady there there's like a goth chick there yeah there's like and i got to somehow make all these people laugh yeah like, yeah how interesting is it the crowd at open mic nights you would think that it'd be like me and you's like yeah. the funny guy of the class that yeah. used to take the piss and play you know at the footy mm. club but it's really alternative people people who probably like to my sense of humor anyway isn't typically funny yeah but i think want to come out of their shell and want to yeah. try it so it's weird like a lot of road yeah. operators in there like good on them i love them like i love weirdos but yeah. they are weirdos and it's I weird i think another of thing of it though like but okay from you know all these people at the footy club and stuff like that yeah and from all these other footy clubs and stuff like that but we're the only two that are doing this type of thing you yeah. know what i mean like yeah you say like oh it would be more people like us but from every footy club that i know you're the only, only other bloke that does something similar to this type yeah of thing. so and it's, it's like 
uh, it yeah. one a quote that like I'm not, I'm gonna butcher it, but um, like this is something Caden and I have talked about where we think fuck like we're not like we're you know we're good blokes we're funny mm. blokes but we're not as funny as like I think about the funniest guy in my footy club yeah. right and I don't th- I'm probably not as funny as him you know what I mean mm. like or as outgoing or whatever yeah but to do it but when you put him someone like him in front of a crowd or in front of a microphone yeah. they clam up and it's because of anxiety and uh, and like fear and it's like a quote that I heard was like anxiety is the price of admission yeah. so we're willing to pay the price of admission yeah. like not that I get that anxious or I don't really get anxious anymore yeah. but um, we're willing to pay the price of admission whereas they aren't well that. you think they're the f- okay you say they're the funniest they're funny and stuff but they're also just in their element of their I'm not like I enjoy playing football and all but I'm not the classic footy bloke yeah, bloke type I'm of thing same, yeah. like I'm not that it like I'm a fucking no fucking they're all, do you know what I mean like you don't think if you think of a classic footy bloke guy it's not me that's what they are they're in their element yeah. and the you realise what jokes work at footy clubs yeah. uh, footy jo- footy yeah, club yeah, jokes yeah. like that's why I'm not playing footy next year because neither am I I don't yeah? think I think that's an exclusive for yeah. Cam's time uh, I I hopefully no, nobody at the at Daniel's listening That'll yeah be, uh, yeah I think I just, I've had my last day <laughs> yeah so because I was just finding I wasn't myself at the footy club like yeah. I was at times but like a lot of times I was putting on I kind of say my um, my alter ego is cameras. Yeah, Cam- like yeah. and a footy club was cameras. Yeah, let's drink some beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm like, that's not fucking me, bro. Hundred percent, mate. That's so true. Hundred um, percent. What about so? What is your like personality on stage? And we've touched on this briefly yeah. in like our DMs, yeah. right? And you say that you're just yourself, but that's that what, no, that's what I don't have. Like, I don't know what is my personality on stage. Like at the start. It was kind of like an awkward thing, but that yeah. was just because I was nervous. Yeah. But now, like, it's kind of like I don't, I don't actually know. When you watch me, tell me what it is. I think oh. I'm just trying to be myself, like, because I don't really want to go to, like, think about like Luke Kidge or whatever. What he doesn't really have like a personality type. Nah, of thing but he's stage. he's like his whole thing is that he's like a Kmart mannequin. So yeah. he's like just literally your everyday like as everyday average five out of ten bloke you yeah. ever see, and all of his jokes are about like how's just the everyday man and what life is like for the everyday yeah. man. Yeah. So it's not particularly like exciting or anything. It's not like he's up there talking yeah. about this wild orgy out on the yeah. Weekend. But it's just like Kmart mannequin stuff. If that. Well, makes I'm not sense. having any wild orgies either, so I probably can't yeah talk about them. But like, look. <laughs> Uh, from seeing his comment, like I'm a bit, I'm, I get, mine are pretty dark and like stuff like that. Like yeah. my jokes are, I don't, I don't know. I think I'll find my feet. I think with you, you know exactly. I know I've never seen you do comedy, but I know exactly what it's gonna be like. Yeah, it's just yeah. gonna be like this podcast. You telling this that fucking story of you dating the homeless girl. Yeah, just on stage. Well, that's what I think. That's my thing is literally telling funny stories that have happened to me. Yeah, and. I think what my strength, biggest strength is, is that I'm so honest, even about the most embarrassing yeah. things. And like, I just like, whereas a lot, like on our podcast goes all right, I talk about all my fails on Tinder. Yeah. And you know how like sexy chat, when yeah. you have sexy chat, it can sound really hot in the moment if mm. you're texting the missus or wherever you got. But if I've I, been I girlfriend for four years, I don't do sexy chat. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if I read it, the next, if you read it to me, oh, it sounds cringe, no, it sounds bro. cringy. Mm. So even with Tinder, if like you're messaging a chick on there, it might seem cool in the moment if you're both into it. Yeah. But your mate reads it and it's like, holy shit, that's fucking yeah, that's horrible. Um. So yeah, I think my biggest strength is just being open, honest, even about the most embarrassing shit. But if we go back to wrestling, right? <laughs> 
what they say about building a character is find an element of you that's like that you resonate with and turn the volume up to 100 yeah yeah 100 like turn it up to fucking 100 whatever so um like i think it is be yourself but at the same time like fucking yeah i gotta be identifiable yeah but here's the thing at the moment all my jokes are pretty like crude and like not really what i want to like align with like, yeah yeah i had like a couple of bestiality jokes i had oh, a couple of, like yeah like fucked up jokes yeah but then i'm like i did this on the course they're like do you want to be aligned with bestiality i had a joke about this <laughs> all right i'll say this joke yeah because yeah. i don't reckon i'll use this one ever again because i just they just one of the the they give you like prompts and like this prompt was lucky numbers write a joke about lucky numbers and this is what i thought of and i ended up using this on stage i got a lot of laughs so i was um i was chatting to this chick the other day i was flirting with her and i thought this line was so she goes what are your lucky numbers and i thought this line was so smooth i go oh my lucky numbers is your numbers your number babe and she goes i'm eight <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like it i like, like it like yeah, it's not yeah. um you, yeah like, but that's not yeah. that bad that's not like that's not proper like yeah that's not me describing a domestic violence scene mm. that isn't actually funny it's like full-blown just a domestic violence scene. yeah that's like proper like that's fucking who are some of your favorite comedians actually no scratch that who when you were starting i see for me i see you and i go like bro he's got a podcast with dill buckley and shit he's he's done shit yeah when you were starting let's say two three years ago who would who are you looking up to um mate you know what like i actually don't watch um youtube like yeah. i flat out don't watch like i'm not people say like uh ksi or logan paul yeah. i've literally don't watch any of that yeah. stuff uh i don't li- i didn't listen to podcasts yeah. right so the only like people that i looked up to yeah. that i wanted to be like was hamish and i Andy. knew you were gonna say that like I, and yeah. but it's, it's the most cringy thing yeah. ever it's what everyone says and like dill and that take the piss yeah. out of like you know they say it sometimes yeah. like oh you want to be hamish and Andy. yeah and but like their ability to talk about nothing but make it so unbelievably yeah. funny i was like well that's what resonates with me yeah 100 so hamish and andy um and other radio shows like i love sam pang and i love like and yeah i don't know like i was gonna say some racist joke about you being yeah like, well everyone says pang i look just like, like yeah. me and sam pang could be like he could be my dad yeah 100%. but not really i like not podcast not youtube stand up like idolize ricky gervais yeah i think the most underrated show in tv history is Derek. don't know if you've seen no, it i've seen it i don't know if you watch shows but re- like recommend it better yeah. than, in my opinion better than the office yeah better than afterlife it's on netflix it's on netflix uh, Derek. the most underrated uh, TV series ever. i look i like i like watching comedy shows because i can just zone out sometimes yeah. i don't need to like if i'm watching a serious show and it's like an hour long i'm like but this yeah. is a comedy that had me like cry, like yeah. crying of laughter and crying. Like yeah. I'm a cry ass, but like yeah. had me like literally bawling my eyes out. Yeah. Um. So Ricky Gervais and Jim Jeffries. So yeah. like, but I don't know. I don't think that being, I don't think that's true to me being like that guy that just complains about everything. Yeah. Cause I'm the opposite. Usually I'm a really positive guy yeah. that's always smiling and happy. So I think I'm going to, yeah, just has to make. I'll just say like, so I'm the opposite. I've watched so much YouTube, listened to podcasts. I got into podcasts because I was at work and I worked by myself. I'm out in the field by myself with my headphones in, just listen to podcasts all day. And I fell in love with podcasts. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I want to do one. Yeah. Started one, fell in love with podcasting. Then like making videos, like I've watched Caden for fucking years type yeah, of thing. Yeah. Like I've like seen, I've like, I've seen all your YouTube video, like any like big YouTuber, I know who they are. I've watched, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit like a little iPad kid at some stages. Yeah, like I just, love I that. just say like, I see them, I see their lifestyle and yep. I'm like, 
that's what I want to do. Yeah. I want to be creative. I want to fucking do what I want. Love but that. you can like just make videos, do stand up, do shit like that. Even like something like Lewis Spears. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like his comedy's not really me, but like I remember following him back in the day when he first started making YouTube videos yeah. and he blew up on Facebook for like beefing with the Janoskians. Yeah. yeah. I remember starting following him from then and seeing his growth and like I just liked him because I followed him back in the day mm. and then seen him to be like this big stand-up comedian now. I was like, bro, he just lives the fucking life. That's like, amazing. He just gets to be funny. Like as much as I love, I enjoy doing comedy, enjoy doing the podcast, it's more about like the lifestyle of it. Like I can like this is not this imagine doing this for do you do uh, this for a job yeah, yeah. like I, I keep thinking like imagine like i can get paid to do this like yeah i'm do I'm, this is costing me money to do right now yeah yeah like, yeah i mean we were the same yeah but it, it happens quickly but um mate you didn't did you consider probably not because like you know yeah. we've only met each other a few times yeah. but i had your podcast on at work yeah and twice right because i so i have it on my little one my yui boom yeah and i drive a little forklift around so yeah. people hear it as i drive forklift it. certified no not certified oh, I drive the forklift oh no i was gonna say ladies he's forklift certified yeah. but he's not don't worry about him so i'm driving it around and um twice people said as if you're listening to your own podcast so yeah. i'm not i'm listening to cab's yeah. time capture yeah and they go he's oh it sounds just like you like does it I don't. Think, I didn't think. Do we have a similar to. voice? Yeah, or? but we must because two people thought like oh, straight really? away. The only two people I drove past were like, "Oh, is that your podcast? Sounds just like you." That's. Uh, I've never thought about. It. Let me know. Maybe people don't know. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Time. Think you're doing a podcast with I've yourself? I've never thought about that. You no. made it up. Yeah. I hate my voice. I like every time I have to edit the podcast and listen yeah. to my voice. I'm like, shut up, dickhead. How how long do you reckon it until you'll feel confident like? Doing a doing a stand up like show like as in people pay ten bucks come you get hundred your mates whatever like oh uh, I got to get the material first yeah like I reckon if I know so the first couple stand up shows nervous as fuck mm. now I'm not nervous to do my five minute open mics anymore because I have enough gear to do five minutes worth um and then so the the graduation of this course I did was like a show in front of 70 people yeah not nervous at all because I've done the preparation yeah so let's say I gotta be up there for 20 minutes so true I gotta have 20 minutes worth if I know I'm prepared I won't be nervous at all standing in front of a crowd like talking on a mic bro yeah like that's what I was fucking born to do yeah 100%. Like, like I think that's the same as the, so I would never get nerve. I couldn't care less if I fuck up in front of a crowd mm. right like yeah. I'm not scared of like yeah. failing but it's going to be the same on Sunday as it has been my first two stand-up mm. gigs where I'm not like prepared. Like yeah. I'm not there going, I could with my eyes closed without even thinking about it, reel off my five minutes of yeah. jokes. It's going to be like, all right, I have three or four jokes. I really know two of them. The other two, let's hope for the best. Yeah. Like I'm dedicating my whole Saturday to it. Yeah. But because I am, once again, I don't mean this in a good way, but I'm a perfect perfectionist mm. it's going to be frustrating getting up like i'll be there going fuck i know people are going to be watching this and they're going to leave and go home and that's the idea of me as a stand-up mm. when it's not but if i don't set a date and like sunday yeah just, it's the only way i'm going to get it done yeah. so i'm keen as fuck to get up there and um all right i'll give you a couple after doing this course i feel like i'm a stand-up guru now yeah, so i'm gonna tell you what i'll tell you what they tell you've me. got a glow about <laughs> you like, an aura of yeah 100 so you got your stories and stuff, but don't just go story to story to story. So start off with like a couple of those one-liner jokes that you had in there. Yeah. Chuck them in. Get them on your side. Get yeah. You just want to get a lot. If you're playing cricket, you don't go for a six on your first ball. Yeah. Like just get a one in, get a single in, get off the board. I heard a great saying for that. Yeah. Not about comedy at all. Yeah. It was today. It was Dwayne Russell or Jared Healy talking about 
Uh, Dwayne's World? Talking about cricket. Yeah, yeah I love Dwayne's World. <laughs> but it wasn't because he's actually in Europe at yeah. the moment, Dwayne. It was Jared. And he said, if you feast every day, you never feast at all. Which is true. Because like a yeah. feast is like a special... like feast. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you're hitting them with like... 10 out of 10 yeah. every time that's not no not even 10 so but if you're telling a story yeah. if you're telling the story like I like the story that you're telling because I know you and I'm right here listening to the story but if you're on stage and you're saying this long ass story and they haven't laughed yet yeah. people are gonna just lose interest in you already yeah. so if you go up straight away that's why that joke about my name straight away like bang like quick laugh then another couple yeah. of laughs and then you say a long story when I went get up, them on your side on the second show that I did that was like yeah. um, I felt inspired to yeah. go and do it right I went up there and this wasn't part of my routine but I got up and like this is just typical like me in front of a yeah. crowd I'm like get up and about so they're like they're like yeah and they're like shut the fuck up it's my time <laughs> and they started like everyone yeah. like, that was, everyone started pissing themselves yeah. at that so yeah um, Sunday looking forward to it I'm what time 4.30 okay vault it Nah, nah, not there. It's in oh. Collingwood. Okay, sweet. So, yeah, nah, Voltaire. Nah, actually, that's the open mic that I would invite people to. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, like, the, all the other ones I've done, like, I'm not inviting anyone to those ones because yeah. they are horrid. Like, like, there's, like... Tough room or, like... T- tough room. There's, like, nobody there. I went to this one in St. Kilda. Yeah. And, like, I was... So, you get there early, so you sign up, so you get on early. Yeah. So I got there, and while I was sitting out in the front having a beer, I saw five different people with face tattoos. Really? So it was yeah, just like fuck. in a real rough area of yeah, St. Kilda, yeah. and I was like, maybe yeah, not. it's going to be a tough crowd. Yeah, maybe. That's no, when no, you no, do pull crowd. out the domestic no, no. violence bags. You <laughs> take one out of my book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that was... Um, and like, I'm usually... Before like starting stand-up and stuff... I go to bed at 8.30. Yeah. I go to... On a school I'm night... I'm an early sleeper as well. I'm 9 o'clock. On a school night? Oh, like... I go... I It hits 8... If I'm down here watching a movie, watching something, at 8.30, I go upstairs, prepare my shit for work. I'm in bed by 8.45. Yeah. Might sit on my phone for a little bit, but like by 9.30, I want to be snoozing. Yeah, yeah. Now, like I'm doing like open mics on weekdays and shit like that. I'm not getting home until like 10.30, 11. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And just growth. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I'm so keen. So keen. So keen for that show in a few months' time. And yeah. we'll, get, we'll get fucking Nick Capper on. It'll be funny because he's a professional. Yeah. But, and he was keen as fuck to come to our open mic on yeah. Sunday. But he's a fully fledged professional. Yeah. And we'll have him on the undercard. Uh, we'll have him so that's we, can funny. Say, we can say we co-headline. 100%. Of, like, 100%. So um, let us know if that seems like something you would... Uh, I'm going to wrap it up. Do you have any more yeah, things nah, before I wrap it up? Yeah, um, uh, If you seem keen for that, because that's going to happen soon. Because I, well, I was legit thinking about this the other day. Like, you could just organize your own yeah. show. Like, I don't need mm-hmm. thing. Um where to find you once upon a time on on instagram tiktok i'm starting to try and upload more and or youtube i'll plug this actually because i'm fucking keen for this i've got a series starting on youtube it's called just the usual yeah so my um favorite thing in the world other than like talking shit is brunch yeah like passionate i eat brekkie food for dinner yeah omelets for dinner so um the concept for the youtube video is i think it'd be cool with melbourne's brunch culture to see where a patty crips or like anyone um, eats there, gets their smashed avo. So I'm going to go with really interesting people, athletes, musicians, influencers to their favourite cafe. It's going to be a bit of a travel show around yeah. show around Melbourne and we're going to have a 45-minute yarn while we eat their favourite food. 
With like things, so it's kind of gonna be like a podcast type of yeah. But it, for YouTube, yeah? couple cameras. We've got our first episode on Monday filming who's, it. Who's in the? Well, first one's a pilot episode, so we got Caden. Yep. Then second is gonna be Nick Kappa. Yep. The comedian. Then third's gonna be Tony Lodge. He's just brought out a book and is a um, podcaster. Oh, unbelievable! So get on now. Once upon a time, think when can I come on? Yeah, you'll be episode 12 after yeah. we've done our debut show. <laughs> 100%. Um, quick one more thing on the Once Upon a Time. When did that come about? Has it always been Once Upon a Time? So it has, yeah. But like when I was like, I don't know, 14, 15, yeah. and I remember I rang my brother because I wanted to come up with a creative name. Yeah. And I told him, I've got two names. What one should I go with? Yeah. And Once Upon a Time wasn't the one I liked. Yeah. The other one, I said, right, I'll hit you with my first one, Once Upon a Time. And he started pissing himself. Yeah. And he said, what's the other one? And I said, positive connotations. And yeah. he was like, nah, Once Upon a Time for sure. And now, I tr- like a new app comes out and I'm so shit with technology. Yeah. So like I'll download fucking TikTok like, yeah. ages after anyone or what's it, Be Real. Yeah. And I'll go to punch him Once Upon a Time. Something new. Really? And a bunch of the kids that Oh, so you're kind of now kind of army now, but the honors are now once you come Oh, unbelievable. Uh, thank you all for listening. Um, peace out. <laughs>